Cleveland! This is for you! Talking about balls. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. I am Justin George, joined as always by Kyle Price and the man in the middle, Tim Buck, too. Gentlemen, it's good to hear you. The mics are working a little bit better than last week. Everything seems to be in tip-top shape. The internet's better here at Studio 2. We are ready to fucking rock and roll. Gentlemen, Jesus. how we doing? Tim's head's huge. My God. I was just thinking, oh, <laughs> Objects appear larger on your screen than they are in real life. We have to put a warning up every time. Such a giant head you have, Tim. It's so sexy to look at. Yeah, so what's up, guys? How are we doing? Valentine's uh, Day was yesterday. Everybody get lucky, I hope. Got lucky. Got some uh, some nice dinner. Surprise with some nice chocolates and flowers. Uh, what about you? Anything? Uh... Uh, yeah, we went to uh, the Velvet Tangle Room Ooh. Uh, downtown, kind of, and close to downtown. Fancy. Fancy Velvet drinks. Was not, was not cheap. Uh, each cocktail starts at, like, during happy hour. The happy hour price was $12. Really? Yeah. Were they good? What oh, kind yeah, of, they what were kind of specials delicious. did they have? I mean, what kind of drinks did they have? So the happy hour menu had like 10 drinks. I got uh, a couple off of it. I did the Tango Manhattan, which was their spin on a Manhattan. Okay. Uh, very good. And then I did one that I'm not even going to pretend to uh, pronounce. It's called like the, I'm, I'm guessing here, it's probably wrong, but it's spelled the Rangpur Gimlet. It's I like it. R A N G P U R space G I M L E T. It's a gin drink. I like gin personally, so I went with it. Kind of tasted like key lime pie. Was it, it was good? Fucking phenomenal. Was it was nice. really, everything was delicious. What made you go to this place? Have you been? Have you been there before, or did you just no? Come actually, it? ironically enough, you friend of friend of ours, uh, Ali and Andrew Pasco. Shout out to the Pascos. They, we, I went out with them a month ago, months ago, whatever. Tara and I went and saw a comedy show with them. And Andrew was talking about the Velvet Tango Room, and he's like, "If you go, you have to get reservations for the back room. That's the fun place to go. There's like a piano. It's, it's, you know, it's a fun little swanky joint." So I was like, "Fuck it, Valentine's Day, let's do it." So nice. Made reservations a few weeks ago, and we went there and checked it out. It was, it was awesome. Easy to make reservations for and everything. Uh, yeah, surprisingly, it they accept reservations. And when I walked in, I told the guy, "I'm like a party of two for five thirty. And the guy's like. Oh, you don't need reservations on weekdays. We don't normally take them. I'm like, well, your website does. So I don't know what the fuck. I've never been here. So what do you want me to do about it? So it was all good. We sat in the back. We had a good time. What'd you eat? Uh, they don't have much food. They have small plates. So we did the uh, goat cheese and prosciutto board or nice. whatever you want to call it. Uh, a uh, what is, uh, not a charcuterie. They have charcuterie? a charcuterie board. We didn't do that. Charcuterie board. It's very similar. Basically, they just put a bunch of fucking salted meats, cheese, honey and fruit so it basically is a charcuterie board but they don't call it that. so you it's, ate like a squirrel and had good drinks yes then we actually nice. came here to downtown berea and we went to mike's bar and grill for dinner perfect we sounds like a great night it was a really good time what about you tim do you uh you get lucky with yourself or did you get like somebody yeah it was a lot of self-love last nah. night. <laughs> hey nothing wrong with self-love my man buy, buy yourself dinner set the lights down low put the, turn the candle on yeah. and went to town huh um i did some comedy uh comedy was amazing i did two rooms um and they went great both both of them um, the B side is always pretty good, and then I did a Judd City Tavern. It was in Lakewood, uh, first time being there, and it was great. I loved it. It was it was awesome. He Get, actually getting out there. I like it. Yeah, he actually asked me to come back and do five minutes versus one minute. Hell so. yeah. Usually when Tim performs for one minute, he does not get asked to come back. So I'm happy for you, man. Uh, you kind of walked into that one. Yeah, right? that was too easy. But hey, today's a special episode. It is. Today is our 100th episode, hence the 100. title. 100. The Century. Realistically, we've probably done more than 100 episodes. We just, we don't really keep track of everything. So 
for all I know, this is like episode 110, 105, give or take. But it doesn't matter. We're counting it. Statistical purposes and what it says on Apple uh, Podcasts, this is going to be our 100th episode. So I've been there with 40 of them. I don't know. How long is it? I mean, it been a year? It's, we've think. been here a full year, we uh, have, but obviously yes. we haven't done every week. So Our one-year anniversary here say, was up last week. I saw it on our Facebook memories. Yeah, too. I would say, Tim, you're about right. Probably 40 episodes here, give or take, yeah, at least. Yeah, you. I'm, I'm 40, y'all. And that's not even including, like, obviously we're not counting them as our full episodes, but we've done a lot of guest segments and, yep. like, special things. So, I mean, like I said, we're, we're t- realistically, we're probably, like, 120 episodes. Cause, we've gone live in random times. Yeah, I just yeah. like to talk, and it doesn't matter. I don't keep track of anything. Half the time... Like uh, your buddy Jared last week was telling me about oh, something yeah. I said a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, dude, I don't remember half the shit I say during a show. So <laughs> if you enjoyed something, kudos. I have no idea what I if say. If you hate most it, I don't give a shit. Either way. Yeah. If you loved it, great. If you hated it, great. When the when the mics get cut off, I literally blank canvas. Everything goes away. <laughs> That's kind of how comedy is sometimes. Like, obviously, my set is my set. But anything that I just made up, like, it's gone. Like, I, yeah. unless it's recorded, I don't Yeah, if it. I don't have any way to go back, I'm never going to remember it. Like, our friend Garen, who we're actually seeing this Saturday, he always says that to me he makes jokes and claims that i he thinks i write material before i hang out with them and i'm like how the fuck would i be able to make a joke on the spot about something you did in advance like how could i create that i'm like you should make a point this weekend to when he says something stupid or something funny pause look at your phone like hold on i got yep there it is i think i have a note about this and just do it (laughs) i have a situation in my phone about this yep there it is Boom. He always says that. He's always like, he's like, I, I think you prepared some stuff. I'm like, how the fuck would I prepare? I had no idea. It's all spontaneous. Be and half the time, I don't even know what I say. It just rolls off the tongue, man. Just rolls he's off got, the tongue. He's got a weird memory, too, where like months will go by and he'll be like, I remember last time you said this and this. And I'm like, I, I don't fucking remember that. At or all. half the time, he assumes we're going to say something and we don't. And then he brings it up. Now it's a topic of conversation. Yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> he's, he's tricky. Um, but anyway, let's get right into it, Into Tim, the 100th uh, episode. We are actually... Big news, too. We are moving to bi-weekly for a short period Hallelujah. after tonight. We, <laughs> we go all in for football season. We did not skip a single week. We may do with we... internet issues, with... You know, the weather actually this winter has been pretty good, so yeah, I can't complain about that. But had there travel been, issues, I was in different states at certain times yeah, and we did hypothetically, shows. had yeah. the weather have been bad, we wouldn't have missed it. Ah, because that's how dedicated. Never missed a show. We had to travel to different locations. We had to, on the fly, make things work. We actually went in grainy uh, 1980s dial-up internet footage of one day where it was all like unwatchable. Unwatchable to watch. And we wore we power through. We should redo that episode to an extent because I was wearing a fucking sweet banana shirt. You were, and nobody could tell. You were. Kyle had on an elf sweater. I did. I had a nice, nice Christmas sweater. Kyle, or, uh, uh, Tim had on the uh, the sweater vest. Nobody could. Well, everybody could tell because he wears, like we, he wore we that a few times like, after. But came through technicolor, that's basically, it's crazy. Yeah, you couldn't even tell I had bananas on my shirt. And I'm offended by that. So we're gonna have to redo that episode to to an extent. It's not that was our technically our Christmas episode. We're not gonna go back and do a Christmas episode, but I think we should dress for a, a fun occasion. Be um, festive. We've got St. Patrick's Day coming up. We could do something festive for that. I could wear a banana shirt for that. I don't give a shit. I love I Perfect. love it. Uh, well, actually, we, we won't be doing an episode that week. I already talked with Tim about that. That episode, we'll, we'll figure the schedule out down the line after today's episode, but the way it would technically work out was we would have a show on the 15th. That's the, the OG's birthday right here, and I love all the fans, but I'm not doing a fucking show on my birthday. That's without question not happening, so we will be switching some dates up. I let Tim know that if he wanted to do some comedy, um, that the 15th would be available for him, so... What do you turn 34? 34 this year. I'm getting Oof. old. I'm officially an old, old man. Fuck. Um, 
Yeah, I got grays in my beard and shit. Dude, I've got grays in my beard. I got grays in my balls. I got grays everywhere, you, man. It's crazy. You're covered in gray. You're, the lower everywhere. part of your beard it's is every, just officially white. It's all just white at this point. I and mean, there's no point in dying. I just live with it. It's fine. Yeah, the the bottom of your beard looks like a Taylor Swift concert, just full of white. It's like, well, That's it's, all it is. <laughs> it's like I dipped it in ranch dressing and just hangs there. Young so. buck. I wish I felt young, Dave. I might be technically young, but I feel old as fuck. Those mornings, getting up in the morning, it's getting harder and harder sometimes. Like, I've, never, bed, uh, I've never been a morning person, though, so that's always been a thing for me. The things that crack and like just... Make noise. My knees in the snap when I stand yeah. up. They, I Your sound ankles. Like a, I'm walking. I'm walking down the steps for me. It's like it sounds like I have uh, slim gyms in my pockets when I get up. Everything just goes crunch, crunch. <laughs> Macho like, man, snap into it's a just slim me. Gym. I'm gonna be joining Macho oh, Man yeah. soon. It feels like <laughs> you're gonna run into a tree. Yeah. I, no. No. He had a heart attack. So yeah. But he ran into a tree. Oh yeah. I just mean I'll be dead. Just, <laughs> I'll be joining him in in death. So you would be George of the Jungle. Technically, True. yeah. You'll, you'll find my body out there at least when somewhere. I, my car is lost in the woods. Part of his body there. Part of his body there. Salt and pepper. Do you walk or do you fall down the stairs, Kyle? Huh? Do you walk or do you fall down your stairs, Kyle? Oh, I walk down my stairs, Tara. Uh, I haven't fallen in, this, in my house yet in stairs, but me and st- his carpet, it's not wood. So yeah, I'm the good. wooden steps, the lake house. And you were also, we, we just came in from uh, the, the hot tub or yeah. something, so there was water involved. I was also deeply intoxicated, I True. believe, so True. It, it all kind of adds up. It's fine. Falling downstairs isn't the worst thing the, in the world. Uh, the imaginary lake house that we've gone to in the past before and i mean you know we're all prone to injuries here i told the guys before the show started you might be able to tell i don't know i uh i got hit in the eye today by a locker so uh i have, I have a black eye or it's going to be turning into a black <laughs> let's eye just tell, let's get the truth out here tara's on here tara what did he say to you that you have to i didn't even him? see her today honestly. Oh, what'd you do i got hit at work i haven't even seen her i, I said goodbye to her this morning and that was like, the last damn, time i saw tara's her got a mean left i thought she was right-handed but when she came around with the left she didn't <laughs> with anything damn dave fell down the stairs too Jesus, you old guys. At least I can walk down steps. I got that going for I me. I will say that my, my falling down the stairs, I slid down the stairs but stood at the end like I made it graceful. So yeah, give me points for landing. Ass. Oh, dude, the next day, that that black and blue mark in my ass cheek was... 34, try 40. Come on, 34 is the new 40. I think I read that somewhere. I'm fucking old. I feel it. You are old. Um. All right, well, we are going to get right into it, and we wanted to start the show with our bet segment because yes. we want to promote some games, some of them... Most games start at like 7, 7.30. We wanted to get the bets in early. So for those of you at home that like using apps, if you guys want to follow along with us. Um, well, those who don't know yet either, maybe they didn't tune in last week. We officially made the announcement, but today's the official start. Yeah, technically our contract did start today with BetStamp. That is B-E-T-S-T-A-M-P. Download it on Google, uh, Android, everywhere, uh, Apple, everywhere you can get an app, download BetStamp. Uh, use referral code BALLS, B-A-L-L-S. No trickery in that. Literally just the word BALLS. Kahunas. Yes. Yeah. Well, if you use type it. in Kahunas, you might not get the credit we need. So type in, make sure it's BALLS. Um, you but, can actually go to their website too and put their the code BALLS in as well, I believe. Yeah. You can use their website. The website actually has more into it than the app does. Yeah, it's a little more detailed, yeah. but I like the app just because it's quicker for me to just Absolutely. go back and forth. Um, but what we wanted to do this this evening to start the show is get our bets in because if any of you guys at home want to bet along with us, here are some picks that I'm making tonight. And as always, disclaimer: <laughs> bet responsibly. <laughs> we're not professional bettors by any means. Yes. We're good, but we're not great. However, every time we make a bet, at least me and, and Kyle, I'm sure I can speak on behalf of both of us, we go to BetStamp. And when you go to BetStamp, it's really easy because I like making money. I don't know about you guys. If you guys don't like making money, this probably isn't the segment for you. However, I like making money. And when I make my bets, Kyle and I were actually talking about a bet earlier. We were, were making a bet tonight on a game. That's not even our picks for the day. And 
we both looked and he's telling me what the spread is on one app. And I said, well, hang on, on Betstamp, it says if you go to this app, it's cheaper. Or, or I'm sorry, you make more money. The, the odds are better. Far more so, money, actually. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I do. I go on there. If I have to transfer some money around from different apps, I do it. But Betstamp will tell me where to make the most money. And that's what I do. So without further ado, let's get right into it. And my first bet of the night, I'm parlaying these, by the way, for those of you, you guys should know what a parlay is. But my picks that I made on Betstamp, first and foremost, I went with Kyrie Irving to go over five and a half assists. Now, the great thing about Betstamp, guys, if you take a look at that, what it tells you, it tells you where you're going to get the best odds. And there's a substantial difference between these odds if you look at it. Look right underneath right there. So you've got Caesars at plus 102. Plus 102 means that it, it's you're gonna you're making extra money. If you bet $100, you make 102. So that's positive money coming back to you. Now, when you look at that, right underneath it, Barstool has the same odds of over five and a half assists at minus 112. They have that as like a big favorite. Um, so obviously you're going to want to go to Caesars. And if you go to Caesars at plus 102, that's really good odds. And now not only am I taking Kyrie Irving at plus five and a half assists, mm-hmm. I am also taking Nikolai Jokic at over 11 and a half rebounds. I think he is going to eat on the glass tonight. And I'm going to parlay both of those. Now, if you look at Jokic, his best odds... You're going to see his actually come from FanDuel. Now, no, you're good. The, jo- the jo- Jokic picture is uh, having some technical difficulties right now, but I can assure you it looks just <laughs> like this, except instead of Kyrie, it says Nikolai Jokic, and instead of, there, there we go. There it is. <laughs> so it looks just like that. Now, the other cool thing, too, is they tell you, if you notice, the, the spreads are different. So you've got 11.5 on FanDuel. Barstool has him at 12 and a half. So that means he has to get a 13th rebound in order to hit this. Obviously, he only needs to get 12 at FanDuel. So this is the way to do it. And if you look at it, DraftKings has him at 12 and a half. That's kind of high, in my opinion. Caesars has him at 12 and a half. I like him at 11 and a half. So this is kind of where you look around and go, okay, FanDuel has him here. And then I would go to FanDuel and look at Kyrie's. And then you combine the two. But Betstamp's going to tell you where the best odds are for anything. For this instance, I'm just using Jokic and Kyrie for my parlay of the night. Um, you guys can do whatever you want. You can look up by player, by game, anything you want to look up, Betstamp has it. It's going to tell you where the best value is. So use Betstamp. My parlay for the night is Kyrie Irving over five and a half assists, Nikolai Jokic over 11 and a half rebounds. Do it. Those if are you want to play along. Those are solid picks. Bet responsibly. I like that. Please bet responsibly. I, uh, so I also made some picks tonight. So here's my picks. I, I went through. I was I was trying to find the best. I tried to parlay them together. Sure. When I first started getting, when January 1st hit, I was making these massive parlays. I was I was like, All right, I'm going to go with like a seven-leg parlay. Oh, my God, look at that potential money I could win. It's great. I realized that doesn't work very well because after you add something like five, six, seven, it's like you're at a plus 3,000. You're like, yeah, that's probably not going to hit. They do hit, but not all the time. I had one the other day, which was a fucking heartbreaker. I had a 21-leg parlay. Yep. I hit 20 out of 21. 21. The only one I missed was I needed, uh, what's his name, from uh, Julius Randle from the Knicks. I needed Julius Randle to get 20 points. They were blowing out the Nets. He had 18, and they took him out of the game with six minutes to go. I just needed fucking two more points, and I would have hit a 21-leg parlay. I wish I I would have screenshot it and brought it in, but there's a T-shirt making its rounds. I've seen it on Twitter of the Don't Bet group. Of the guys you want to avoid trying I, to bet I saw on. that. And it's got it's names hilarious. On yeah. like people that I've gotten screwed with so far. But so I did some research tonight. So I put a couple parlays together, and here's some of my picks that I have tonight. So um, we have Michael Porter Jr. tonight. Um, his three point field goals. Um, 
couple different sites um, have just odds spread all over the place. So the one I went with, and I'm sure we get up here in a second. Yeah, I, I sent it to you. Uh-oh, technical difficulties. <laughs> That's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll walk through. It's no big deal. You see how the layout is. But a couple different sites have it at a, a minus 147. Some have it at a minus 137, 140. I'm going with Bet365. What? There you go. That's it right there. Uh, he'll pull it up in a second here. Uh, Bet365 has it over two and a half three points, which is three, yeah. at minus 130. So I'm getting the best bang for my buck out of that. But it's Bet365. Um, and I actually have a lot of money in Bet365 because I've been doing that 10-leg challenge on that site. So That's the way to do it. Um, but, um, and side note, I actually won a lot of money at the Super Bowl. I bet that Kelsey would score a touchdown and walked away with a decent amount of money. I I was drunk when I made the bet. I'm glad I made it though. It's a was, pretty safe bet. Yeah, Travis Kelsey is the only one who scores for <laughs> Kansas City consistently. But so. it was it was an amazing uh, it was it was an amazing night for for bets on Super Bowl. I made some good money. But so tonight I'm going with uh, bet three six five um, over two and a half minus one thirty uh, for Michael Porter Jr. to get to threes. And the other one I put is our boy LeBron. Well, your boy LeBron uh, for rebounds. Um, mo- every every site has it seven and a half rebounds tonight. Um, some has him has him as high as a minus one fifteen, uh, but the best bang for the buck tonight is going to be FanDuel minus one oh five to hit over seven and a half rebounds. So that's eight rebounds to hit. Um, Should be doable. I think it's very doable. Yeah, absolutely. And then Michael Porter Jr. The crazy thing with that, and we'll see here when Tim shows the pictures on the on the for everybody. He's if he doesn't get three threes, mm-hmm. that's like. He, he's he, it's not expected to happen. That's right. the underdog. Right. That's crazy. That shows you how well he's been shooting the ball. I, and I have to say a funny side story over loading these pictures. My uh, because I've had plenty of players where I'll take them to like hit two threes, and it's a guy that like usually can put up a ton. Yeah. Like the other night, I lost a parlay because I had Darius Garland hitting one three. Yeah. He had zero mm-hmm. for the night. Yeah. And that dude hits like four a game. So yeah. I was like, okay, one. I threw it in just as a little extra perk to the mm-hmm. pot. And he didn't do it, so it's crazy to show you how good Michael Porter Jr. is shooting it's, the ball right now. It's funny you say the the Garland thing. So the funny story is, front of the show, Dave Cleary um, has been for the last week or so putting like one hundred, two hundred dollars down on the bet for Garland to hit three and a half threes, okay, or two and a half threes, and he's been basically doubling his money and did not work the other night. So he went all in. I think he put like three or four hundred dollars oh, down on the Spurs on, game. On, on the Spurs game, oh. where he's like, yeah, he can do it. It's like two and a half, I believe. So it hit three threes. Over zero for four. That is rough. And that, my friends, is gambling. I mean, that's, Tim, can you uh, change the screen over here for us? Um, yeah, unfortunately, that is gambling. And I mean, like you said, I've had multiple times who the guy on the top of my shirt that I would wear is Jalen Brunson. Yes. Because he has cost me, not him. He, I, I don't want to say it like that. I'm not trying to sound like I'm uh, Tim Donahue, Tim, Tim Donahue, or however you say his name. But uh, Jalen Brunson not hitting threes has single-handedly cost me multiple right. parlays. You know, but it is what it is. That's the, the fun part of gambling. Is like It makes you watch games you would never watch. I look at stats that I would never pay attention to. The guy who screwed me the most this year so far is the guy out of uh, Orlando, the rookie. Oh, Paolo Banchero. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's so, multiple times I've tied him into a parlay because it's like, how how is he not going to get three and a half assists? Or how is he not going to get five and a half rebounds or whatever? So he just comes up one short. Uh, Franz, Franz Warner or Wagner, however you say his fucking name, uh, he is screwed me multiple times on parlays. Like right. I did, I did one the other night where I just needed him to get 10 points and he ended with seven. Yeah. He averages like 15 plus a game. So I thought, okay, I'll take him at 10. Cause that's just, you know, again, mm-hmm. an easy little add on a little bonus, a little sprinkle. Right. Doesn't do it. Yeah. It's, but again, that's just gambling. Sometimes guys are just off. You roll the dice. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. And it, it, honestly, I understand if you're spending money gambling, you don't want to lose. It's not fun to lose. I get it. 
However, it does really introduce you to more teams and players that you're not really familiar with because then you start to do a little research. And for me as a fan, it's huge. I love it. Um, I, I, I've I, been betting pretty much every day since it became legal in Ohio, and I'm not going to lie. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself on Thursday and Friday because I don't, I don't really like college basketball. Um, I've only been betting college basketball because when when someone tells me to, when yes, someone I we've trust. been following someone that gives us ideas and stuff like that uh, to bets to make. So I've been betting it because it, it's been working, right? Yeah. But I could not begin to tell you how to pick them because there's been weeks where I've done like ten parlay picks on huge favorites. And yeah, I'm that's what I would do. If minus four, minus five hundred favorites, and there's still that one team that that screws you. I used to look for basically double digit uh, spreads, and I'm like, okay, this team's supposed to win by like 12 points. I'm like, they right. must be good. I don't know much about them, but they must be good. I take them and then they end up losing outright. And I'm like, right. what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I, 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 don't know any, I don't know enough about it to, to continuously gamble on it. Same, same um, with hockey. Um, I've taken favorites in hockey. And yeah, they always it doesn't work out. Or, or, so what I might do is I might just have to take a weekend off, I think. Uh, oh, you're going to be okay? No, no, like I won't. Scratching, like, I might actually have to talk to my wife and uh, like, live shit. life. Uh, it's going to be tough, but yeah, after tonight, there's a, there's a lot of NBA games. I do have Multiple parlays going. Um, all thanks to Bet Stamps Research doing all that work for me to help me make as much as I can. And then I also, there's like three games tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And then it's a long week with long no week NBA of, basketball. Long week of betting uh, cricket over in India, basically. I, you know, if I wake up, if, I, if I'm having insomnia and I've got to look at it uh, in the middle of the night and there's a live game going, maybe I do fuck around with it. We'll you, you, got, you got some, um, what is it? There's some like midnight tennis matches that yeah, go on. You, why not? One o'clock in the morning, you're waking up to see if you, you hit it or not. <laughs> I did that a few weeks ago actually I was, I was it was really late it was like two in the morning i was getting ready to go to bed and i looked i had a uh a, a bonus bet for draft kings and it was like live in-game bet only expires tomorrow at 11 a.m i'm like fuck what the hell's gonna happen at 11 a.m i can't in-game bet and there was a random soccer game going so i just picked a team and went to bed i woke up at lost but i just picked something because I, I was like fuck it, it's free money i'm gonna try it uh, and mike that's a great point um baseball should be really interesting i can't wait to bet on that when that that kicks off. There's going to be, you know, tons of games every single night. Really good shit to bet on. I don't really know. I'm not familiar with I'm not sure how, how to what to bet in baseball. Yeah, I'm not familiar. I know they're like, I've done it before where when Aaron Judge was trying to break the home run record, I was betting on him hitting a home run every night. On the, Just, on the illegal sites, right? Uh, they were they're very legal for me. <laughs> they were fine. Um, they worked out. Uh, but guys, really seriously, if you haven't done it yet, download bet stamp today. It's, it's free. When you, when you download it, put the code word BALLS in a referral code. We greatly appreciate it. And then dig into it. There's so many options. There's stuff that we're still figuring out today um, that's amazing. Like my, my favorite ability, and I know this is something that they're adding on to it more and more, um, but, but the ability to connect your already live accounts that you are gambling on into the app. And it will tell you um, exactly um, what you're betting on that site, what bets you have going on for the day, your bet out and potential win back and, and it keeps track of it actually it keeps a history of all your bets which which is amazing and, and for people who like to know where you're at and what you're betting on each site this is the app for you um and again and it's it's, it's a newer app it's just starting some more features are coming they like to listen to they, they took some advice from us they asked for some uh tips and um and whatnot when they were doing our like, onboarding experience i guess you could say yeah and um they took that into consideration so trust me uh they listen to the user download it give it a try let me know if you have any questions let us know yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the number one thing I can't recommend enough is go to the site or go to the app. It is, you don't have to pay. Uh, it's not a betting site. It's not anything that's going to want your credit card information, things like that. Go to it 
and just learn, explore, or use code balls, of course. Step one, use code balls. But when you're there, just learn, experience some shit. It really helps everybody learn about gambling. Absolutely. Um, so, so take a look. Check it out. Uh, so that's our, our, our segment for, for betting. I think we're going to name that Predict Heads. I think that's a funny predict name. Predict Heads. I like that. Yeah, yeah, Jess says the same thing Terrace said. Terrace said the audio is off. It sounds like we're going 10 times faster than normal and it's staticky. So we're having some audio issues. Yeah, I just, I just want to listen to it. Okay. Well, we'll try to figure that out, everybody. Apologies. Um, to make it up for bet stamps so we don't get a uh, breach of contract, we'll, we'll talk about them later <laughs> again. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, we're going to mention bet stamp a lot. We're really excited to partner with them, and we hope this is a long-term relationship that we have with them we're really excited to, you know talking about balls before this before the year started we had mentioned to each other about how we wanted to get some uh sponsorship this year we feel like nearing 100 episodes we know what we're doing we're a pretty good established show uh the audio is now better all right awesome guys thank you guys for letting us know in the comments everybody else that didn't let us know what the fuck you're probably the you guys are all the same people that didn't come out to lucy's last week you fucking uptight cunts you could have come and hang out with us and had a couple drinks but and said you sat at home tickling your pickles, and you I, I, I was going to say thanks for not coming, but uptight cunts work too. Yeah, yeah, that works. I go straight to the fucking gut or straight to the heart. <laughs> Fuck you, people that didn't show up so last let's, week. Let's circle back around real quick because we're going to oh, yeah, spend absolutely. more time on it. So, uh, Betstamp. If you guys didn't hear us clearly before, uh, new sponsor of talking about balls. Today is our first official day talking about them. We've been using the app now for two weeks, guys. Yep. Download it. It's simple. It's easy. If you like to bet, if you like to make money, if you like to get the best odds for your money. Trust me, it's worth your time. Uh, connect your accounts. More accounts are coming soon. Um, I've made extra money off of this site by going to the right location. I know Justin has. Uh, Justin likes to move money around, as he said before, yep. based on what Betstamp is telling him. And trust me, guys, it's worth your time. Yeah, long story short, I won't bore you guys with details, but I tend to keep uh, a set amount of money in certain apps. There are apps that I frequent way more. He won't tell amount because um, Tara's watching. But. Yeah, I don't, I, don't talk, I don't talk financials because A, <laughs> Tara's watching. I got Uncle Sam. I'm watching. I got TAMP, used code balls. And I looked up a specific bet that I wanted to make. And I looked for my best odds. And I went, okay, if I use this app, I'm going to make the most money. So I transferred money out of one account, put it over into this other account, made the bet on there. And of course, the, the payout was an extra $30. And it may not sound like much, but imagine if somebody gave you $30 a day or you know $10 a day. If you're finding ways to just increase money you're hoping to already make, yep. why not do it? That's what Betstamp is there for. So check it out. And again, today we went kind of vanilla. I know I picked assists and I went with rebounds. Kyle went with three-pointers and rebounds. Um, you can find anything. Like when we were speaking with Josh, when he was showing us the app initially, he was showing us Super Bowl props. And he's like, if you want to take Travis Kelsey at two plus touchdowns, like they do all that. It's detailed. It tells you everything. You can do combinations. You can do rebounds plus assists. It has point spreads. It has games. It has money lines. It has over-unders. It has everything you want. And as Kyle said, there's the uh, the bet, bet link where you can sync up your accounts, which they're working on getting all of them acclimated to the app. They're coming soon. Uh, but for right now, you can do Caesars and you can do DraftKings in in Ohio, at least, Northeast Ohio. I'm not sure if it's a regional thing. But you can sync up your apps. And as Kyle said, you can check and see if you made bets on DraftKings. It's going to keep track of that and tell you right on the one app. You don't have to go, okay, I got to log into DraftKings, check where my bets are at. Then I got to go to Betstamp, do this. Just go to Betstamp, one stop. 
nice and easy. And the history part is what I love. I'm, I mean, I'm a nerd when it comes to like just data, but I can go yeah. back and see what bets I made last week. It, it kept a track of them, you know? Yeah, that's the my, great thing. My you can losses, go back and my look. wins, it's, it's fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just use it. Go to BetStamp, uh, download the app on your Google Play Store. It's in the Apple Store, whatever, uh, wherever you can download an app and use code BALLS. All right, that's uh, that's Predict Heads. That's our new segment. I, I like we that need, name. We need to get a. We need to have um, Bet Stamps logo in one corner, and then our Predict logo Heads for Predict Heads in the other. That's I'm okay with that. We can we can make that work. Make it work. Um, speaking of our bets, the the college game that we were told to go with today, not going well. The team that we were taking at minus five and a half is currently down eleven in the first half. So, not a great start. Get it together. Not a great start, but again, that's the joys of betting. You win some, you lose some. Hopefully you win more than you lose. Uh, speaking of winners and losers, there could only be one, and that yeah. was the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs win Super Bowl, whatever the fuck, was it 54, 53? I, I don't know. I don't keep up with the numbers. Does it matter? Does anybody actually sit out there and like call it by its name? I, I just call oh. it the Super Bowl. Like at the Super Bowls on Sunday. I don't know. Like, call it the year Super Bowl, like 2023 Super Bowl. Yeah, like, like we have friends. Friends that are big wrestling fans, and like some of them could probably tell you, like, like, oh, the greatest match I ever saw was at WrestleMania 13 between this guy. Like, I don't fucking remember. I don't even know what WrestleMania is coming up in two months. Actually, WrestleMania 13 had Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. It was a great, great That's probably the why that, that's the one that came to mind because that one gets talked about a lot. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute here. But <laughs> I, I have no idea. Like, I, I love Stone Cold, my favorite wrestler of all time, and I couldn't even tell you that he was. I have in no idea what's coming up in a month or so. Yeah. Well, what year is it for? I mean, who gives a shit? I just say WrestleMania is coming. Who cares about the year? Yeah. Like, they don't do it for any other sports you're not like oh it's the nba finals 87 like what the fuck nobody wants to hear like, that we're gonna be older like it's wrestlemania 100 like okay okay that's good i don't think i'm making I'm, it that but what are they at right now Do, will i make it to wrestlemania 100 maybe they start doing at wrestlemania like 40s yeah they, they, unless they start doing two a year i ain't making it to wrestlemania 100 i'll tell you that much um but yeah i, I mean the super bowl was really fun it was a good game uh you've got the kansas city chiefs taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. We we briefed it last weekend. We were last week when we were at Lucy's. We went over our picks, and of course, Kyle WrestleMania sounded off again. Tara's blaming Tim. <laughs> um, yeah. So WrestleMania thirty nine this year. Yes. Jesus. Yeah, well, I'm not making it to hundred. Yeah, no chance. There's no. I'll be lucky if I make it to fifty. Maybe fifty. I'm talking fifty WrestleMania fifty, not my age at fifty. I think the Undertaker it's... will still be wrestling at WrestleMania fifty. It's only eleven. He'll years have a cameo. Now. Yeah, he'll be all right. Yeah, roll him out in a fucking like uh, back one of those like motorcycles where like it has like a tripod, whatever. Once it's over here, we find the sidecar. Yeah, sidecar. There little, you go. They'll be carrying Paul Bear in the the urn because Paul Bear's actually. I'm gonna dead. throw this out there right now for every time our sound messes up, we're taking a dollar off our stage fees. Uh, for those of you who are watching it from Redline, just throwing it out there. Yes, this goes directly to Dave. Uh, we want money off our monthly our rent, if you will. This is uh, these this technical is difficulties getting a little old are outrageous. All right, it's better for now. I give it five minutes. And Tara, how dare you blame Tim? Shame. We don't blame Shame. Tim for it. Tim. Tim has nothing to do with it. You suck. Exactly. All I know is there was a producer here before we came here that is known to create some technical difficulties. I won't name names, but his name may rhyme with P. That's all I can say. <laughs> That's all I can say. In his defense, I don't think he produces their shows. No, I know. I'm just fucking around. I just, I, I had that joke in my head, and I knew it was going to make Tim laugh, so I went with it, and sure enough, it worked. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, so, the but yeah. team, so the team you picked won. Correct. Kyle the is. The team I picked did not win. Nope. 
They were winning. For a little bit. I had hopes. However, you also would have had to get the score correct. You needed, I know. You needed to get two. You needed two miracles. Yes. Kyle needed lightning to strike in the same place twice, and that's and not always. That doesn't a, happen. Doesn't so. happen. So what, what score did you say? Uh, I believe it was like he had 52 or something like no, that. I went 52 and a half total points. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, so 52 yeah. and a half total points, and it had to be within three, either uh, under or over. It was within and three. And it was, but it was way the fuck over 52 and a half. Yes, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, he had no chance e- either way, even if Philadelphia would have come back and win the, won the game. Um, but what'd you guys think of the game? I thought overall it was a fun, entertaining game. I think the turf really. Yeah, they got a, what the hell? It was really ugly to see that. Like that's, that's. It got worse after halftime because everything got compressed down. For the grandest scale, the biggest show event in, in the world. I mean, the Super Bowl is the biggest event of the year worldwide every year consecutively. For that to be the the display of the field, I feel like that's embarrassing for the pun intended. That's a black eye for the NFL. So people, you, you heard the conspiracy theory, right? Of course, that's out there um, that the NFL. Has no, I have been, not watched Grapevine this week. Has yet. been has been well, everyone's been bitching all year to get grass, right? They want grass, 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 and grass. Sure. And that's what that field was. I mean, they shipped it out every day, brought it back in. Yeah, they so, spent eight hundred thousand dollars on that. So field. it grew correctly, and it was watered and everything. And then they had this shit. So now it's like everyone's saying, "Well, the NFL basically said, here, here's your grass. Still sucks. Now, what do you want to bitch about?" And it was so the th- conspiracy is that they sabotaged it. Yeah, that they say yeah. that it, that it was. Uh, here's your field, and to sorry get people for that off their back, basically. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. look, we gave you grass, and still sucks. So what? Do you, what else you want to do? Well, I look forward to any and all conspiracies about the Super Bowl this Friday night at the Grapevine. That, of course, is Redline Radio Studio One from six. I wonder if the Jamatra Jamatra math added up for that score. He uh, he actually messaged me immediately because on the show you said that the you said the field goal had to just had to hit the pole and go in. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. So yeah. he he yeah. right away was like. He's like, look at that shit. It happened. Kyle knew it. Like the Jumatra, it happened. <laughs> and uh, at the time, I was like, I don't think that. I don't think it was. It right, was. It like, was just hit the field goal. Okay. Yeah. Just which, the, the, which I made money off of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. congratulations. It fucking <laughs> so, he doinked the shit out of that. He doinked the shit out of it. But I was under the impression that it had to go in. Yeah. So, when so it I did too. When I was I like, oh damn, Kyle didn't win anything. Yeah. No, I just had to hit it. So I looked at my account. And I had I had profit from it. So there I'm you like, go. There you go. Boom. And I'm sure you'll hear more about some conspiracies this Friday night. Like holding, not holding, holding. No, actually, I think this week he's doing that. That that H to H two N, movie that Kyrie talked about, uh, that got uh, Kyrie in all that trouble. Grape is going to be talking about. So when Grape gets canceled on Friday, you guys will know why. <laughs> but he, this would be Grape's third time being canceled, though. So. This month, I think he gets yeah. like he has to make a new Facebook account every yeah. other day. He gets canceled um, multiple times. So yeah, Grape will be going over that movie uh, this Friday, I believe, was his what he was talking about. Tune in, um, friend of the show. So tune in, friend of the show. Yeah, of course, Grape, you're always welcome on with us from six to eight Friday night, Studio One. Uh, right after him, Money's Crazy Mind, 8 to 10. On Saturdays, you've got unscripted. Yes, they are the current champs. Again, we know Lee fudged the numbers. We know Dave paid him off. We know they sabotaged our audio and our video quality to yep. where we couldn't do our normal shows. We had to do shows on Sunday. We had to move It's studios. weird. Their show was perfectly like done on Saturday. Like the sound Yeah, I noticed great. Saturday morning, they never have any technical no issues. issues. But when we weird. go on, hmm, 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 huh. hmm, yeah. hmm. We'll isn't have to look that, into that. Isn't that suspicious? A little bit. Sus- suspicious uh, they I, I mean i get it i get it everybody wants to be talking about balls i fully understand let's see we come here to redline radio we start dominating so what does dave have to do he's got to go get a partner he's got to do a show with his friend because he's like 
I got to break there. I got to get some numbers here and I can't do it on my own. I need help. Mm. So he gets Adam brings in Adam. They bring in Adam. They do the show. They go, shit, our numbers aren't going to be talking about balls. Let's fuck with their equipment. And now we can't do our normal shows. Their numbers go up. No, but then guess what? We still beat them. And, but then he's like, here, Lee, here's the 10. Here's a 10. Here's a little extra Lee. Here's a little, here's a little cashola. (laughs) And then, you know, I mean, look at it. We, I lost the NFL picks bet. So what's my punishment? It's going to be hopefully Tattoo Therapy Inc. We go and do a live remote so I can get a tattoo. But who's going to be doing a live remote at the tattoo studio before me? It's not talking about balls. Unscripted because they want to be us so fucking bad. They're even taking our ideas. I hear they're changing their name next week. It's called Talking About Unscripted. It doesn't even make sense, but they're just stealing our fucking name too. So more power to them. I can't wait till they get to the episode of talking about unscripted balls. I look forward to Dave wearing a JG hat and it's not going to make any sense. Everyone's going to be like, the fuck, that's not even your initials. But all seriousness is though, you can check out unscripted from 10 to noon on Saturday mornings. And then after that, uh, Mel was on the Super Bowl show on Sunday. He said him and us, he's going to be back. He's coming back. He didn't give a Dan Jan from 830 to 930 TMI, too much information from 10 to midnight. That's your Saturday night on Sundays uh, for like two weeks out of the year. Uh, you've got <laughs> Steel City running late whenever they decide to do a show. I don't know how that's going to work next year with uh, Dave Lemon out in Mormonville and, you know, <laughs> Lee not being able to show up on time. Dave's going to have to be doing a show at like eight in the morning. They're going to have to expect Lee to be on time. Chipper. I mean, he might have he might be dead of old age by then. I really don't know. So hopefully he survives this off season, but uh, steel city running Renega- renegades will be back uh, in the fall. Right Dave, around Dave will have time. the shot of the mountains behind him every morning. Yeah. Dave's going to have like a Mormon camp behind him and he's going to be like, <laughs> there's going to be nonstop people knocking at his door. Surrounded, trying to by, him. surrounded by his four wives. He has already. Yeah, so everyone like named that. John Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so you could check them out. They're from 10 to noon. Their new time will be official when the season starts before kickoff, which I think is a good time for them. I think that that'll work out. They won't be battling with, um, uh, what's it called, with Sunday Night Football, which yeah. is always a hard thing to try to watch the show and watch Sunday Night Football games. I'm sure those guys would like to be at home watching games as well. Uh, so looking forward to them next season, 10 to noon. And then you've got Medium Ratchet from 6 to 7, and you've got a new show, Loud and Local. Not sure when that's premiering, but I've seen Dave uh, promoting it a lot this lately. What oh, is uh, this Sunday, the first episode? Okay, Tim, perfect. what's the synopsis of the show? What's uh... Uh, Being loud and local. Okie dokie. All right, fair enough. Well, then it looks like they nailed it. Uh, so check out Loud and Local this Sunday. We invite from, some places. Uh, it's great. I can't read it if I'm not going to lie. So is it 7 to 8.30 or 7 to 9? I really can't tell what that is. 7.30 to 9.30? Yep. Okay, sounds um, good. And I believe he's going to be uh, just talking about a lot of uh, local artists. It was We we talked about. Are, like, they, are they loud? Um, He wasn't very loud, but uh, he was loud enough, I guess. I'll comment. I'll tell him, can you speak up? You got to get a little louder. You're going to live up to your show name. Uh, and then Mondays, of course, you've got Just Therapy. Get on the couch with Sean Boyd, 7 to 9. Tuesdays, our very own Timbuk2. Check him out. <laughs> talking about life, talking about anything. That's what I love about Timbuk Tuesday is it is a just an abundance of knowledge. It's life. It's music. It's whatever you want to talk about. Tim will talk about it. He is literally an entertainer. He's a comedian. He can talk about anything. Give him a fucking a topic. He'll go with it. So do that. Check out Timbuk Tuesday every Tuesday night. Last night, I checked in for a couple minutes, but of course, it was Valentine's Day, so... I had to, you know, the missus wanted some attention while we were at dinner. So I checked in, said hello to the boys, and I had to get back to dinner. But I always got to check in and say hi to my man, Tim, and make sure he's doing good. I hope you got some buns. Actually, no, I went, I got better than that. I'm married now. So like I went home and just went to bed and it was fucking great. Uh, We walked, we got home at like 830 and I literally looked at her. She wanted to watch a movie. Of course, we're horror nuts. So she's like, let's watch My Bloody Valentine. Great horror movie. 
uh, based on Valentine's Day. So I'm like, can we watch it in bed? She's like, no, it's 8.30. So she made me watch it on the couch. And then as soon as it ended, we laid in bed. And it was All these awesome. old jokes about other people. And here you are in bed by, I shouldn't even fucking no, I, I'm, I was in bed by 9.30 last night. I didn't watching do the it. Show, I so. wanted to be in bed. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm very sleep deprived. <laughs> so I, I needed, I just wanted to lay down. Uh, but anyway, you can check that out. Timbuk Tuesday, 6 to 8 on Tuesdays. And you've got Gary Wenner spinning the tunes from 6 to 10 live on location. That's official. That's on the Redline Radio uh, LLC.com. You can check that out. And then you have. Broad Street South coming back. I wonder how Angel's doing after his Eagles just shit the bed in the Super Bowl. Can't wait to hear him talk about that Oof. soon. Uh, and then, of course, you've got Cleveland's Finest from 4 to 6. Hope you guys all check that out today. I know I did with the uh, studio issues, but being all good, I was actually able to enjoy their show from start to finish today. It was really good. So give them a little shout These out. These guys bring the energy, man. I tell they you. They do. They got a lot going on, too. Their fucking show is like if you take acid and you watch their show, you're going to have a bad trip. It's like an episode of Mad TV. They have a lot going on. It's like so. local Mad TV. It's interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. They have a really good dynamic together. So check them out and, uh, you know, tell them talking about balls sent you. Because I just like, I like when people tell people that it's, they're there because of us. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think it's nice. And then, of course, you have talking about balls from 7 to 9 on Wednesday nights. And then Thursdays, this is where it gets hectic. It gets crowded. It gets crazy. And it's all for the culture. You've got that guy, Dub, from 3 to 4. <laughs> and right after Dub, you've got, well... Broad Street South, when they return, will be from 8 to 9. But as for now, you've got the Lex Vegas show from 7 to 8. And then Club Pizzle, 8.30 to 9.30. That's for the culture at Redline Radio Full Studio. lineup on One. Thursdays, man. Loaded. Loaded. Great shows. All different shit. That guy, Dub, will talk about anything. He just drives around and wherever he's at. On location. He will do whatever. Did a, did a car show like last week. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was in his car. He was at car shows. It doesn't matter. He'll do a show anywhere. You want to put him on the back of the bus, he will do a show. It doesn't matter for Dub. I and will then be a guest on that show soon. Really? Hell yeah. Well, yeah. when that comes up, make sure you let us know and we'll promote the fuck out of it. That's what, what we did do you say at the back of the bus? I didn't mean it that Rosa uh, Parks style. That's it. We're getting fucking canceled. You go to the back. because <laughs> In you got... Black History Month? Son of yeah. a bitch. In Black History Month. You guys month. didn't let me finish. I was going to say, if he does a show in the back of the bus, by the end, he'll be in the front of the bus. Because that's oh, what Rosa Parks oh, would do. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get Ooh, to. You guys Tim, just didn't let me finish. Tim. We go. Might want to cancel him. These out. kids these days, they're so quick to cancel. They don't even let you finish your thought. <laughs> <laughs> but all seriousness, Dub will do a show anywhere. And then you've got, uh, he'll talk about anything. You've uh, got Lex Vegas, who again, he'll talk about damn near anything. There's nothing off limits with Lex Vegas. And then Club Pizzle talks about everything, including sports. Uh, I know he's going to have a lot to talk about this Sunday or this Thursday because of the Super Bowl. So definitely tune in. And again, tell him talking about Ball sent you. And you got Money's Crazy soundtrack ending the week. On Thursday, at least, because I started on Friday. So check everything Full out on Redline schedule. Radio. Full schedule. I'm sure there's more shows coming because it never stops. Just a constant revolving door of new people wanting to be here. And it's hard to find time now. I mean, we got look at the schedule board right now. It's fucking packed. So good luck finding time. But Dave will make it work. So contact Dave if you want to be on Redline Radio. You could be just like us. Kind of like what he did with Unscripted. You just rip everything off from talking about balls. <laughs> um, but yeah, so to so do that. And also, if you're if you're not into doing a show and you might own a small business or anything like that, you can also reach out to Dave and you can do uh, you can advertise with Redline Radio. And I'm not going to lie. I'm going to try to tr get Kyle off guard Mother and fucker. I'm off guard because I don't even have my fucking papers in front. Of oh, me. I'm good to go for this one. I don't have my papers, but I was ready for this one. I forgot to take my papers out, so I will do that now. But official sponsors, I will start off with last week. We were at Lucy's. They have rebranded again. They are back to now just being called Lucy's Pub. They are now going to be having soul food. Uh, I saw wings, ribs. They have a new chef coming in. I think they said her name was Mrs. Campbell, who's going to be making soul food. They're going to be on Grubhub, Uber Eats, everything. They're stepping oh, their wait, game up. You're not kidding. They're really no, 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 this was a real, again. Oh yeah, he he. Uh, Charlie posted today. They are, they're now just going to be called Lucy's Pub again. They dropped the 
the shenanigans taco shack they're but the tacos are pretty damn good though fun fact they're keeping the tacos that was announced also so the tacos are staying (laughs) and they are introducing wings ribs and other uh soul food i forgot everything that they they mentioned i i can only my brain can only retain so much i just remember seeing the post today that they are going back to just being called lucy's pub so check them out on broadview road um the staff there is great tell them talking about ball sent you they know who we are by now we've been there enough so check that out go there have a couple drinks with some friends watch a game karaoke on fridays uh comedy shows redline radio will be there lex vegas is hosting a show coming up in a couple of weeks i believe uh actually this Sunday. saturday yeah saturday yeah saturday there's a show so that's right i, I couldn't remember the day there's so a that uh, potential going away party for somebody too potential potential um yeah i think he asked if they could hang up the talking about balls banner behind him when i was going away party <laughs> they probably pop another ring too. So. Um, so I'm so I'm gonna mention these guys because I saw about 20 of them laying down inside of the street today because they got blown the fuck over. Uh, but trash cans, mm. trash cans, very dirty. I could look inside a couple of them. They were pretty raunchy. I wanted to stop by and tell them they should give Fitch Trash Bin Cleaning LLC a call because they'll take care of you. Um, but yeah, official hotline sponsor of Studio Two. Uh, trash bin cleaning and pressure washing. Fitch Trash Bin Cleaning is locally owned and eco-friendly trash bin cleaning service in Northwest Ohio. They're covering North Ridgeville, where I live, and other surrounding areas. You can reach Fitch Trash Bin Cleaning LLC at 440-752-1533. Give Brandon a call, and of course, tell him Team Redline sent you, and also tell him that Talking About Balls sent you, too. Got that right. Uh, now, you know that if you're the Super Bowl, you probably had a party. Everyone had people over. People are pissing a lot. They're shitting. You know, you eat bad mm-hmm. food. You're eating a lot of chicken wings, things like that. Very true. Next thing you know, you might have a little drainage issue. So what are you going to do? You're going to call our friends at Smith's Drain Service LLC, and you're going to tell them, hey, we have some problems here. And they're going to come and fix it because there's no project too big for them. Smith's Drain Service is your local drain cleaning experts. They specialize in main sewer lines, bathtub, laundry lines, septic lines, kitchen sink lines, floor, floor drains, and downspouts, and so, so much more. Give them a call today. 440-242-8704. Tell them Redline Radio sent you. Hopefully, with Dave moving to Utah slash Vegas, Redline Radio doesn't go down the drain. And I don't think it will. You know why? That's because Lisa. Lisa is awesome. And I'll give Lee props to Lee and Tim are still going to be a big part of it. But Lisa is going to be moving up to the top of the charts here at Redline Radio. And Lisa is responsible for Growing Wings Adult Services, and that's why we're here in Studio 2, because they are the official sponsor of Studio 2. So Growing Wings Adult Services, they're the official sponsor of the State of the Art Studio 2, and they have service. Uh, they've been in service for over seven years with experience of taking care of adults with disabilities. For more information, give Lisa a call at 234-334-7547. We're just doing back-to-back ads now? I, 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 you I, on had a, roll? I had a segue, so I, I wanted to go with you. it. I, mean, I wanted to talk about Redline not going down the drain, and the reason it didn't go down the drain was because Lisa see it, getting Lisa. Together. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I'm trying to I'm know, smooth how, like you, that. how you're playing that. Um, so obviously we've talked about it a numerous times tonight. Bet Stamps, our new sponsor. We love it. Um, with that, you know, we've talked about it. We're, you know, get some branded clothing, potentially put like a logo on like a polo or a T-shirt, something that can put our name with our sponsor's name. How cool would that be? Yeah, where would you go to get that? I would go to Incredible Keepsakes because they not only work with Redline and make all the cool Redline hats, hoodies, T-shirts, underwears, G-strings, bras, panties, whatever you want. They'll put your name on it or face on it if you want to. But if you want to put something fun on a logo, on an item that you own, they do T-shirts, they do cups, binders, keychains, you name it, they'll do it for you. Incredible keepsakes can make anything you want customizable for you. As Diane likes to say, cherished moments are made to last forever. Give her a call today at 440-242-9648 or go to their website at www.incrediblekeepsakes.com today. Now I'm reading... Dave's comments over there and Dave says a lot of names. He says Kava bar, Kava bar. 
is a new station sponsor. Not familiar with them. I don't have any information on them. Coffee bar? Uh, I'm not sure. So, Dave, if you have more information, we'll definitely uh, pimp them out a little bit next week. But another thing he he put in the comments is Chad Moon, who I happen to know is the lead singer of Bad Juju, the official band of Redline Radio. Uh, If you want to book Bad Juju for anything, they're covering all your favorite music from the 80s and 90s. You're going to want to call Chad Moon. I happen to have his phone number. It's 440-458-0209. Book Bad Juju for your next event, your next party, your next bar event, whatever you have, fundraiser, anything. you got a bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah. You've got a quinceanera, whatever you need. You call Chad Moon. I like it. Now, the one thing that I'm hoping for with Dave moving to Vegas is we get He the never app- comes back. Oh, sorry. Oh, did I say that out loud? No, I'm just kidding, Dave. said that way too quick. <laughs> Um, is that we get a chance to do a live remote and you know where I'd love to do a live remote, uh, tattoo therapy, Inc, but we can't, uh, Oh, no, is that not what you're not going? Oh, Vegas. sorry. Not sorry. in Vegas. Oh, my bad. My bad. Uh, the rusty Spurs saloon out in Vegas, biggest hole in the wall bar out there is out there. I'm hoping Dave <laughs> frequents that all the time when he's out there, but I, I do, expect Dave to send would, us, uh, some selfies from, yes, from rusty Spurs. but I would love to get a chance to go out there and do a live remote. That'd be great. I would personally pay to fly out there to do one, spend a couple of days and do it. That'd be amazing. I wouldn't. Dave, you pay for me if you want me in Vegas. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Rusty, <laughs> but if you're ever in Vegas, if you want to meet up with Dave, I'm sure he's up there hanging outside, passing out Redline radio cards. Uh, go see him. Give him a call. They have all kinds of drinks, fun drinks, hole-in-the-wall drinks, cheap drinks. The floor's probably sticky. The seats are, too. Go check them out when you're in Vegas. All right. So we uh, briefly, strange transition to get to ads, but it, it worked. Uh, back to the Super Bowl, though. I wanted to talk a little bit more about it. Um, <laughs> we just we, throw the ads in wherever the fuck we want. Yeah, to that's what we do. I, I, I literally, my whole purpose is to not have it like a segment of like, all right, it's time for ads. It's like, nope. Whenever we say something where I go, okay, I can go with this, we fucking go. That's what we do. And we were talking about the conspiracy of the grass. Um, other than that, though, the Super Bowl was a pretty fun game. I enjoyed it. Uh, nice back and forth battle. For me, I've been saying this a long time, and I've gotten into arguments with people, and I'm not... I'm not willing to crown him yet. You guys know where I stand with with Tom Brady. Uh, not taking anything away from him. Seven Super Bowls, fantastic career. Great. Do I personally think he's the greatest football player of all time? No, I don't. I think there's been other players at different positions. Like I personally think overall, pound for pound, Aaron Donald is a current better player than Tom Brady. I think he can just dominate a game. Um, most of Tom Brady's championships are tainted with weird backstories there's the taint yeah taints and then we are talking about balls so we talk about everything (laughs) in the lower undercarriage area um but yeah you know we talked about it last week a little bit too but uh you know most of you didn't fucking come so you probably didn't hear it uh and my mic didn't work so you probably really didn't hear it but uh we have a a list by the way yeah i I did not forget people that didn't come and there were only a couple people that were excused because they did reach out in advance and told me they couldn't make it shout out to a friend of show greg sherwood mr Mr. Stats and Fun Fat Greg. Mr. Family COVID um, over there. I feel other people, though, a lot of people, there were people in the comments today. I mean, even Dave, Dave couldn't make it. Dave couldn't be bothered. He had to go to the Cavs game with Chipper, which uh, I understand again. Yeah. Dave's leaving. He wanted to get to another Cavs game. He wanted to see Chipper before Chipper passes away. So it was oh nice. I get it. Take him to one last game. It was kind of like a make-a-wish thing, but for the elderly, totally understood. I give Dave a pass. It's like a make-a-wish for the elderly. <laughs> yeah, this Chipper's one last ride. I like it's, it. it's a little thing. Um but yeah, but uh, so we were talking about a little bit last week. You have his first Super Bowl, the Tuck Rule. It was a fucking fumble. Everybody in the brother even admits yeah, it's a fumble. Everyone knows it was a fumble. Then you have other Super Bowls. You've got Spygate. You've got Deflategate. You've got multiple instances where they've been in trouble for recording teams' practices and, and plays illegally. Just a lot of weird shit behind those Super Bowls. So I'm not taking them away from him. They're his. But for me, that's why he's not the greatest. Um, one guy that I think is starting to nip on his on his heels a little bit. 
is one Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of Patrick Mahomes. I know it sucks that he's in the AFC, that he's only 26 or 7 years old. He will be a Browns foe for many, many years. I get that. Um, but I just love watching him play. Watching him go out there on that bum ankle, uh, doing what he can to make his team win, for me, that speaks volumes. He has the the ankle sprain. People are... They, they won't even just give him credit that he went out there and toughed it out and, and won the game. People are starting to go... Do you think he was faking it to like? Trick, I just want to know Eagles? what quarter zone shot he got because my God, that he—I I know it's adrenaline that powered him through. That and but that I mean, they did give lot. him a lot of shit. I mean, oh, I'm sure they gave him. How a many shot. guys have come out after they've retired and said like the stuff they give you in a locker room to just make you feel nothing so you can get through a game is like incredible? And I'm sure that's what they did to Mahomes. Black tar heroin, maybe. And it's, <laughs> I'm sure he it's, was still in pain though. You could see he was 100. Oh, sure. And that's yeah. why, like, shame on people that are trying to like dim, dim, diminish what he did. And they're like. Oh, I think he was just over. He was doing it on purpose to make the Eagles think that he couldn't move and blah, blah, blah. And it's like the guy really didn't run that much. He had the one long run. And other than that, he was pretty immobile. Yeah. And then if you go back to the Bengals game, he could barely move. They were throwing the ball quick. He wasn't getting and out of the pocket. It's not like he threw for a lot of yards, like 189 no, 100, yards, 182. Yeah. I know for a fact because I had him over uh. 200. So I know exactly how many yards he had. But he had three was touchdowns. 182. Three, three touchdowns. touchdowns. I did take him at over one and a half. So that and they hit. ran the same fucking play, but two sides of the field. Because Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy are fucking geniuses. That offense is so good together. It's insane. Um, it's just a well-oiled machine. So kudos to the Ch- the Chiefs for winning the Super Bowl again. Patrick Mahomes now has two MVPs. He has two Super Bowl rings. He's 27 years old and no signs of slowing down so, anytime soon. Let me ask you. So what what do you think happens with the Eagles now? So when they lose, they're going to lose a lot of people because they had a lot of one-year contracts on that team. Yeah. Now they lost their offensive coordinator and their defensive coordinator. What happens now? Um, so they've got are, a little are they bit back of, next year in the playoffs. Well, uh, yeah, they should be because if I'm not mistaken, Jalen Hurts is in what his third year now. Right. So he's on a rookie contract, but he was a second round pick. So he does not have a fifth year option. He only gets a four year contract. So they get, they have Jalen Hurts for another year, uh, under a rookie contract, which is huge. That's how you build teams. Yeah. Uh, or that's what helps teams. When you have a young quarterback, you can kind of go for it. That's what the Eagles did. You spend every fucking dollar you can to that salary cap to build the best team possible while you can afford it. And then once you have to pay Jalen Hurts, which they're more than likely going to have to give him a contract this offseason, but it won't be in effect until another year. Um, so they have another shot to go for it. But the thing, like you mentioned, it, which is kind of ironic, they lose the Super Bowl by giving up a shitload of points. Yep. And both of their coordinators get get picked away to be head it's coaches. It's insane. How did how did the defensive coordinator for the Eagles get a head coaching job over? Um, because John Gannon overall through the year was really good. And who were you going to say over who? Um, I was over uh, Bianami from uh, Kansas City. So Bianami's always had, from what I understand, and I know a lot of people look at this, and you know me, I'm I'm all for. Uh, equal opportunity employment. I wanted Brian Flores to get a head uh, coaching job. You did kind of say back of the bus a couple minutes ago. But... I was I was making a point. Oh, okay. Sorry. That I don't stand for people at the back of the bus. That's what I was getting at. Uh, In Black History Month. Damn right. That's why I got this black eye. I'm trying to make it up. Tim, for that needs everybody. to be a soundbite. That needs to be a soundbite that we use every so often. In uh, Black History Month? Yeah, you got to do it in the wrong month, too. Like, in, if I say something stupid in, like, J- June, you're like, In Black History Month. Um, but yeah, I, I've heard some things and like, obviously the, 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 the initial thing is like, oh, it's cause he's black. That's why he's not getting a head coaching job. Right. But I've also heard other things that like his interviews haven't gone that well. Um, my understanding is that he's not, he's not the main part of their offensive play calling and design. That's Andy Reed, of course. So the enemy is kind of like a behind the scenes guy. Sure. He knows what he's doing. I think he's also really smart and talented and knows what he's doing, but 
I don't think he's not the main guy. So I is, do. Is it quite possible though? He just doesn't want to leave. And that could be it too, because I mean, Andy Reid is you know three cheeseburgers away from buying the farm himself. No, so. it's, it's pepperoni. It's a sa sausage and mushroom. Sausage and mushroom pizza now with a side salad. That's, oh, he yep. got a salad. He had to add that in there, didn't he? Yeah, that was. Funny. He's like, <laughs> I, I wanted to feel a little bit better about myself, so I got a side salad. But uh, I, I part of me, and because I heard this today, they were talking about it. Um, uh, it was Daryl Ryder, local, yeah, yeah annoying yeah. and I hate annoyance. And looks Twitter. like Jim Carrey, kind of, and he's annoying as fuck. He put this long tweet out about how the fact it's it's a shame that these people are getting jobs that lost the Super Bowl to a offensive coordinator who won the Super Bowl and has won another Super Bowl and has been around for a while and has great offenses, and 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 a lot of the responses were the same that we're talking about now. Hey, what if he doesn't want the job? What if he just has a bad interview presence? What if he doesn't give the answers they want to hear? What if he's just made to be an offensive coordinator and that's it? Like maybe he partners with Andy Reid very well and they play off each other. If he goes somewhere else, he can be on an island. He won't be able to do it again. Sure. You know, all these things are possible. There, But there's a reason why people are not hiring you. I mean, you could say the same thing even about uh, they interviewed him this week because he just won the Super Bowl as a defensive coordinator of the Chiefs, Steve Spagnola. They asked Steve Spagnola, they were like, you've been – the defensive coordinator here for years, your defense just won another, you know, a championship. Why aren't you getting head coaching offers? You've been a head coach before you had the experience. And he even said, he's like, I'm okay with it. Like it is what it is. I don't care. Um, so yeah, uh, some guys are just content. Marquette, Xavier, uh, not Xavier, sorry, Xavier. It's four point difference now. Yeah. I just saw that at halftime. Hey, what's up, grape? Uh, you missed a, we, we were promoting the show a little bit, talking about, uh, you're doing H H2N this week. We had some so. good conspiracy theories already today. We told everybody to tune in at six o'clock because probably by about six 15, you're going to get kicked off of Facebook for talking about that H2N shit. So everybody, if you get a chance, check out grapevine on Friday night, six to eight, I will gladly promote grape twice. I don't mind one bit. Um, but yeah, so Eric B I don't know why he's not getting the head coaching opportunities, but I also don't think he cares. I think it's more so of a media kind of driven thing of like, they just have to look at it. Uh, I understand most of them are white people, but if you look around the NFL, it's crazy that there, I think they talked about today. There's like eight head coaches with Northeast Ohio ties. We like, produce a lot of good football. We players. are a factory for NFL coaches. If you really want somebody good, apparently you go to Northeast Ohio. Cause that's where, uh, John Gannon, who just got the Arizona Cardinals head coach, uh, from the Eagles. He was their defensive coordinator, Northeast Ohio guy. Uh, Shane Steichem, however you say his name, I believe he's Northeast Ohio native. Colts, yep. He just took the Colts head coaching job. So again, the 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 Eagles lost both coordinators in a losing effort, which is crazy to me. But it'll be interesting to see what? how they how they do next year. So I didn't look too much into the story afterwards, but I did see like the couple of clips of the uh, Philly head coach making a gesture to the sideline of Kansas City with Jalen yeah. Hurts standing next to him. Did you look more into that? I don't know if there's something to that or not, but did he get cocky and do something? And then I, it looked to me that he was just doing like a first down gesture. Got it. And then even Jalen Hurts like put his hand down, like Jalen Hurts like grabbed him and was like, no, 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 come down. <laughs> no, no, no. And then he started smiling. So Jalen Hurts was having fun too, which I'll never get upset with any Talking coach shit. or player for being excited and in the, in the moment, your feelings and your emotions and your adrenaline are going so crazy. I don't know how I, I honestly, for me, like last week we did Lucy's knowing we're going to be up on a stage talking to people, albeit there was only like four people in the crowd because most of you guys fucking suck. Uh, shout out to Grape though. Grape was there the whole time, and that was on his birthday too. Fuck so that yeah, was awesome Grape. for him, uh, or awesome of him, I should say. Um, but doing that, like for me, I get like adrenaline before the yeah. show starts. Like I'm excited. We were on a stage talking to people. Now imagine doing it in the Super Bowl. You have to keep your composure, things like that. And, and they showed Nick Sirianni before the game, uh, just the national anthem playing. I think reality set in. He understood 
He's at the Super Bowl. This is a yeah. maybe a once in a lifetime opportunity. Emotions took over, and he started crying his eyes out. So which, he's a very un, uh, emotionally unstable guy. Is what we're saying. That's kind of what I think. Okay. Like, do you think Kevin Stefanski would would cry at the Super Bowl? Absolutely or, not. Or would would taunt no. opponents? No, no chance. He, I think Stefanski would stone face just stand there and just go for it. That's what he does. Or he'd probably have the playbook in front of his face. One of the two. I'm not quite sure. A little bit of both. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so the Super Bowl was really fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, what are your thoughts on the end? I love the, for me, I am going to bash people, and that's just what I do. And this isn't just Browns You've fans. You've already unloaded on it, too. Yeah, this isn't just Browns fans. This is everybody in the world that that bitched and moaned about that final play, uh, the big penalty for the Eagles. It was a fucking hold, guys. It was a good call by the refs. I hate the people that say the refs need to just let them play. So they need to let another team cheat to make the game more interesting for you, is what you're saying. That makes sense. And then let's say hypothetically the refs do swallow their whistle on that play and the the the, the Chiefs miss the field goal and then the Eagles drive down and win the Super Bowl. Are you then going to go, wow, those refs fucked up. They let the they let the Eagles win. No they matter really what, the each, Chiefs. either side people are going to bitch. And it's the funny thing is it wasn't even Chiefs fans and it wasn't even Eagles fans. It was people like, I saw Chipper complaining a lot about the refs and they need to let them play. And it's like, they did. They let them play yeah. to the rules. Then they called a penalty on a fucking penalty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I honestly thought it was. I mean, it was a hold. The the guy came out and said, "I held him." When 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 the own player yeah, who James comes Bradbury out and says, "I held him," what else do you need? He's to like, hear? "I was really hoping that they were going to let me get away with that." Yeah, and and that just tells you that there's stuff that they do get away with. Yeah, you roll the dice sometimes, right? And, and the funny thing is that again, this is just me and my insanity because I like to I like to get all the facts. You know how I am. I, we talked about this last week. I looked up all of LeBron's stats so I knew what I was talking about in certain arguments. Um. With that penalty last week, immediately people were like, that's a weak call. That jersey tug didn't do anything. They were showing this clip of him like tugging on the back of his jersey. That wasn't what the penalty was called on. It was when, the hook, wasn't it? Yeah, when Juju was trying to do his route, his route was to fake in, turn around, and flank out to the uh, end zone. When he was trying to turn, James Bradbury had his arm wrapped around him so so he could not turn his body. Yeah, That's a penalty. You cannot do that. You cannot disrupt a guy's route by holding them. That's just football 101. If that happened to any of your favorite teams in the middle of the season, it could be the first quarter. You would bitch and moan and cry all over Facebook about how bad the refs are. The biggest moment in the world, Super Bowl, it happens, and everyone's like, they should just let them go. Let it happen. Who gives a shit? So speaking of Juju, just to bring it up and talk about it, have you seen his Twitter? Yeah, he sent the uh, – he had the, the fake Valentine – everyone's been getting involved in that. Like other NFL players too. You know, it's, Which, it's hilarious to me. I like it because it, you have like a weird, there's a weird thing happening in sports right now where you've got, and I heard it today on the radio. I heard guys, this is a, a, a I'll, I'll give them a plug, even though they're annoying as fuck. And I turned the show off after this. I listen to ESPN, ESPN eight fifty a lot from nine to noon. I like Tony Rizzo. I think he's, I thought he was a fun guy to listen to, you know, 10 plus years ago. I've been listening to him for a long time. He is obviously, and I'll be honest, he has lost his touch. He's clearly out of the loop. He doesn't pay as much attention to sports. He doesn't know what he's talking about anymore. It is kind of sad to listen to that because you right. hear a guy like, like they'll talk about a player who I kind of thought is like pretty well-known guy. And they're like, oh, who is, I've never even heard of this guy. And he'll go on like a rant and he's just trying to get like, he's trying to get promotion and people to talk about him. So I get it, but it's just, and it's bad. It's not entertaining for me. Um, they were actually at uh, Radio Row last week. They were sent there from FanDuel. And they had a spot on Radio Row. They did their radio show. One guy that blew them off and would not do an interview with them, Miles Garrett. Oh, I love that. So they went on the radio today, and Aaron Goldhammer 
bitched and moaned about Miles Garrett not doing an interview with them and was saying, has he even lived up to the expectations as a number one pick? And everyone else on the show is going, he's literally broke the Brown sack record. And he's only in like his fifth year. They're like, yeah, I think he's doing okay. You, like you, you can't be that petty when somebody he is that talk petty. He's literally saying like, oh, he's out there laughing and dapping it up with Lamar Jackson. Like you should be angry at your opponent. This guy doesn't want to win. He only cares about himself and blah, blah, blah. They're basically, this is what happens. And then the media tries to drive players and coaches and people out of town. And it starts with dumb shit like this. Right. He is bashing. I would love to know the reason why he didn't do the interview, though. I'm, I'm pretty. He, I'm pretty sure his agent probably listens to the station. If ninety two three was no. down there, they would do the interview. One hundred percent. Yeah. I think he. They basically said Miles Garrett met with everybody there, but ESPN A fifty, <laughs> which I think is fucking awesome. I think it's great. Um, but yeah, so they started the show off by bashing Miles Garrett, and it's just like the foolishness of people, and how stupid can you get to try to run out one of the best players in town, all for some some clicks to get I would to hope that it would like never run him out of town but I mean we'll see and that's the other thing he was even claiming he's like uh wouldn't doubt if Miles Garrett requests to trade soon because he wants out of here and you know he's sick of this town and blah 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 like he's just he goes if he wouldn't come on ESPN 850 Cleveland that must mean he hates Cleveland like they were really trying to like stir up controversy like, dude, you're not up. you're not the biggest radio and show in Cleveland most people don't know who you are that are under no. the age of like 60 no I'll be honest I listen to the show because I'm an old soul but most of the listeners are old fucking people. Because, I listen to it sometimes because I used to work with the guy who yeah. does, you know. And if you listen to anybody that calls in a sports talk show during the day, 99% of them are like 15 plus. They're 50 and older. They're like retired. They're yeah. old guys that are sitting around bored. They um, always have to start off with the show of I've I've been a fan I've since been a 1963. Browns fan since I changed Jim Brown's diapers when I was watching the Browns. Like I also a, got beat up by Jim Brown yeah. back in the day. Jim Brown slapped my mom around back in yep. the day. That's um, usually how it goes. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's fucked up how the media can try to like paint That was bad a great images. time for it. Not in Black History Month comments. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, that was fair. That was all equal rights. Damn. Well, those were, yeah, those were yeah, all Jim pretty Brown much. Yeah, Jim Brown will smack anybody. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter what color you are. <laughs> there, was, there was nothing bad about those. <laughs> Black, white, blue, Jim Brown will slap the shit out of you. That's his Valentine's Day card. Oh, you, they rhymed. You I like that? that. Yeah. Nice. But what I was getting at with that is... Yeah. We are in a day and age, and I went on a long tangent. You could have played the squirrel noise there for me, Tim, but um, <laughs> damn it, Tim. it would have been fitting. I, I didn't forget. <laughs> I don't have it anymore. <laughs> squirrel! <laughs> but the, what I was getting at with that is we are in a day and age where players after the game, no matter what, are like hugging up on the guy that just beat their yeah, ass, sure. doing jersey exchanges, yeah. things like that, to see, to see Juju and even Eli Apple. Eli Apple talks a lot of shit. He can't back any of it up because he sucks, but, but he, he talks funny. a lot of shit. Funny, I love though. it. So. I like seeing guys starting these rivalries that actually talk shit and kind of act like they don't like each other. It's it's cooler to me to see that than to see them tweeting each other like, right. oh, good for you. Go get that contract. You get what you deserve. Like, I'd rather see him talk shit. Right. So I love it. Yeah. And especially after Juju just won a Super Bowl, like you can't top that. Just watching, just going through and watching the replies and some other players. Like I know Mahomes said something like it wasn't actually in a reply to him, but like he said, he's like, oh man, he's just uh, in, a, in a happy place or whatever. Yeah, I mean, like he's that. on cloud nine. Juju, yeah. that's his first Super Bowl. Yeah. He unfortunately spent most of his career in that shitty state of Pennsylvania playing for the shitty Pittsburgh Steelers and they didn't think, do anything. I think another player called him like TikTok boy. I think it was yeah. uh, 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 AJ Brown. They called him TikTok yeah, boy. Yeah, AJ Brown, like who same thing. had He was in Pittsburgh where you're pretty much trapped in purgatory at this point. Mm -hmm. You don't have any success. You don't win playoff games. You have to get the fuck out of Pittsburgh if you want to win anything. And that's exactly what Juju did. Juju got the fuck out of Dodge. And now he's a Super Bowl champion because he left Pittsburgh. Uh, but I love the guys talking shit to each other. I really do. I think it's fun. Uh, brings back like a really just entertaining aspect of sports. And it makes you kind of look forward to, to rivalries. And then, you know, maybe one day those guys end up being teammates because it's not their call. So 
Bradbury, you know, he's a free agent or something, and he's like, I'm going to go sign with the Chiefs because I want to win a championship and happens to be opposite Juju. Maybe they fight a little bit in practice. Like, it's good good rivalry. I like that kind of shit. Absolutely. So it's cooler than seeing them, you know, trading jerseys after the game. So I'm all for it. All in all, though, good Super Bowl. Halftime show, fan, not a fan. Did you watch uh, it? Yeah, no, I did. Uh, I, I mean, it was fine. I, I have no complaints about it. Uh, I'm personally not a Rihanna, Rihanna fan. I didn't, like, I've heard most of those songs, but I don't care about them. I don't, like, it's not something I would ever listen to on my own free will. In Black um, History Month? Damn right. <laughs> Tim, I wouldn't listen to Rihanna in any month. Um, but no, I mean, when she, I, I knew most of her songs because they're very famous, like, Are you surprised songs. that she didn't bring anybody out? Yeah, that was a little disappointing, if I'm being honest. I kind of thought that, like, the Super Bowl is known for like, like even Tara before it started was like, just she was telling me she saw a rumor that Christina Aguilera might be a guest that yeah. pops out. So I was like, oh, that'd be cool. Like, I haven't seen Christina Aguilera in like 15 years. Is she even still alive? I, I couldn't tell you. She's still beautiful as ever. So yeah, so I was like, that'd be cool to see her come out and sing. She has a fucking amazing voice. Absolutely. I know that for a fact. So I was kind of surprised. I, I did not know she was pregnant. Obviously. I didn't either, and I didn't. I, I that I, was that was something that was you know. I guess I don't. I don't understand the hype of like celebrity news like that. Oh, I don't care. I mean, right. The whole world was like, oh my God, I had no idea she was, for me, I just looked and I'm like, is she pregnant? And then like me and Tara were like, yeah. And I'm like, all right. And I moved on with my right, day. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I didn't know she was pregnant, but she, she presented well and she did, a, she did a fucking, I'm sure she was tired of shit. After doing that. Yeah. I her mean, feet were probably going up and going down and, and she's dancing. up on those things. Yeah. So she's probably, crazy. she's used to going up and down. That's but, how she got there in the first place. But um, no, honestly, though, I thought it was an okay. I mean, I'm no, not a huge fine. Rihanna was... fan either, but I was surprised that no special guest came out. That was the one yeah, thing. For I would me, have thought a... at least ASAP Rocky would have showed up because that's... A lot no, of people he, were... he already came, Tim. A lot was... of people were joking, and they were like, what if Kanye came out because they have a song together, and they're like, the NFL just says, fuck it. We want all the controversy, and they let Kanye come out. Could you imagine? <laughs> I would have loved it, honestly. I think it would have been great. Oof. Wearing she like did his... the song with him. On the that's show. what everybody was like. Wearing, oh, shit, Kanye's his, coming out. Wearing his uh, whatever Make America Great Again hat on. Which, speaking of, uh, did you happen off topic a little bit? This is my squirrel thing. So go ahead, Tim. Hit me with it. Squirrel! Uh, did you watch South Park last week? I did not catch it yet. Oh, okay. Speaking of Kanye. Oh, no. Did they? You know, you know how they do Cupid Me? Yeah. For Cartman, uh, last week was Cupid Ye. Oh God! For Kanye, it was funny as fuck. So make sure you watch South Park. Uh, right. Last week's episode. I haven't great. watched it yet. I'll, I'll watch the it. The new though. episode is actually on right now. It starts at eight o'clock these days. It's no longer ten. So I can't wait to go home and watch it. Well, that they know that the their generation who watches I'm it's old getting now, yeah. older, so they're moving it to sooner. They're like, oh, Justin, the ratings are down a little bit. Uh, but no, <laughs> Did I, you see the meme um, that uh, all the white people were uh, ASAP Rocky sperm. Huh. No, no. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I did see uh, they were Oompa Loompas. I saw though. a lot of people calling them sperm. I didn't see them call them ASAP Rocky sperm, but that makes sense. I heard Oompa Loompas was one they threw out there, too, with the, how they looked. I'm guessing one day Grape's going to have an episode about that, and it's going to be about how Rihanna was wearing the white or, or the, the the red like the devil. Yes. And everyone around her was white like an angel. Like yes. I'm sure there's going to be some weird like satanic cult shit where Grape's going to tell us that there's like. You know, Hillary Clinton's out in the woods eating babies again, and it's because of this halftime performance. I, I love that it. shit. It's the NFL. Those I stories are it. so cool for me. I personally, I'm not gonna lie, I don't believe any of them, but the stories are fucking fantastic. What's uh, what's your tale. thoughts on um, uh, Goodell going out there and hugging the shit out of what's his face, Chris Jones, at the end of the game? Oh, I didn't even see that, honestly. Game big old bear hug. Chris Jones like picked him up like they were best friends for life. I and didn't see that. So people are out there sitting there like he. Oh, Goodell told like he he picked them to win kind of thing. That and also that Goodell needs to not be a fanboy. He needs to just be like the commissioner, which is a down the middle type. 
but that's not where we are. I mean, Goodell's yeah. whole thing is when he we, when he announces players getting drafted, they pick him up and spin him around and like. How hug many years like, did it take for him to learn to dap correctly? He still doesn't really isn't that good at it. <laughs> I mean, guys, it's 2023. Goodell's just trying to fit in and be cool. He doesn't want to be all stoic and fucking boring. Yeah, go like, back and make oh. your fifty million dollars a year to sit in your office and just bitch about people. That's if if do. Goodell has to get picked up and spun around by Chris Jones for fifty million a year, I'm sure he's okay with it. Um. I mean, it, we're honestly to a point where everything is a fucking controversy and a conspiracy. Like you said, the grass immediately. Everyone's like conspiracy by the NFL. Maybe it is. Who knows? Um, Rihanna wearing red. Oh, it's a conspiracy for the devil. Uh, him hugging Chris Jones conspiracy. I mean, I'm the, more the, concerned about Sam Smith's red. He was wearing the other night at the Grammys. That where it looked like he that. farted in it. The bubble suit. Oh, that's uh, a, that's one after that. I'm talking oh, about the after. performance. He was wearing all red. Oh, I, 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 I heard about it. I didn't see it. That, that dude has fallen off something. I'm not sure what, but it's fallen off something. I, I'm not really too familiar with him. I know he had that one big song like 10 years ago. Yeah. That's about all I know. This is the mu- music segment for talking about balls. That's it. Yeah. Me. I'm really out of the Sing loop. It, Tim. I don't pay attention to like, all I need. like I didn't know ASAP Rocky and Rihanna were a thing. Is it ASAP or ASAP Rocky? It's ASAP. ASAP. Okay. Yeah. I just wasn't sure. Um, you sound like spider. Yeah. Spider. See, Kyle's showing his what <laughs> Kyle in black history month in black history month. <laughs> You're going to ask how to pronounce ASAP Rocky in Black <laughs> History Month of all times? Is it Rihanna or Rihanna? It's whatever you want. <laughs> Bad girl Riri. Even I know that. Um, a rich bitch is what she is, man. $1.2 billion she's worth. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't personally, I, I'm way out of the loop with pop culture. So Sam Smith, I didn't even know he was still a thing. So when I saw people talking about his outfit and shit, I'm like, oh, what yeah. do I know? <laughs> like he farted in a trash bag. That's what everybody's else said. I saw the, like, the fucking legs are all popped out. And they're like, <laughs> when, your shirts, when your clothes are too tight and the gas bubble won't come out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we already talked about the Eagles coordinators going, so that will get us to our next topic here, which is the one, the eyeline professional eyeliner wearing uh, Derek Carr. He was officially released by the Las Vegas Raiders because Man. he told them, go fuck yourself, which I think is such a bold power move. I, I think love he it. said that word. He probably threw like, a Bible at him. And he then... said, go frick yourself, yeah. gentlemen. <laughs> and he walked out and he said, According to John eight seventeen and verse four twelve, and he like gave all these fucking verses. Or Go whatever pray. Car, yeah. car three sixteen said. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, honestly, great for. I mean, he wasn't. Coming I love back, it. No, he. I love that he said. Gone, I love but... that he said no to the Saints. Like he visited him, he's like, nah. Yeah, he he literally took like a free dinner. But which this is where we'll get to this. Uh, we'll we'll do a quick prediction with no nothing behind it. Obviously, he just got released yesterday. Um, where we think he might end up. But it is kind of ironic that the only team he met with was the New Orleans Saints. They wined and dined him. They showed him the facility. They probably went over like what their plan would be with him at, at quarterback. Um, and then he went back to the Vegas, and Vegas was like, hey, you interested in going to the Saints? We could package you up and make sure you're a Saint by tomorrow. And, uh, you know, you might have to lose a little bit of money. And he said, fuck you. <laughs> you can release me, and I'll take my contract in full, and then I'm going to double dip and get paid by the next team. Yep. So more power to him. I respect it. I, I uh, you guys know where I stand. I would have taken Derek Carr last year over Baker. He's Mayfield. still got a lot in the tank, man. He's still at least another I, five, six years. I also don't think he's as bad as they're really painting him out to be. I don't think he's the problem. Two years ago, the dude was a legitimate MVP candidate. He took the Vegas Raiders to the the, the playoffs. He, uh, and this was the year too, full of controversy with John Gruden getting fired midseason, um, Henry Ruggs killing a person midseason. They went through so much shit, and Derek Carr stood there and took that team to the playoffs and controversy whatever you want to call it uh um conspiracy some shitty calls by the referees kind of fucked them in that game against the Bengals. yeah so 
Derek Carr, I don't think is that bad. And same thing with this year, not the greatest stats, not his best year, had a lot of turnovers, sure. But their you, defense sucks. Imagine him with Chris Olave. That'd be a hell of a Chris Olave, possibly a healthy Mike Michael Thomas. We uh, say that every year. Alvin yeah. Kamara, uh, you got Taysom Hill. That's a pretty decent team. They have a really good offensive line. They have a really good defense. Uh, the Saints are a team not to not to be fucked with. I've always said that they're a good quarterback away from being a really, really good team. Yep. Um, a, a bold prediction I had was that well, Sean they also Payton, got some picks not to cut you out the picks. Yeah, yeah, they had draft Payton. picks. Yeah, with Peyton the um, trade too. So that's what I was gonna say was, you know, obviously it didn't happen, but I said maybe they go to or maybe Sean Payton says I'm coming out of retirement, I'm gonna coach, and they would get Tom Brady before he retired. So I was like, that's a good team. That was literally just a quarterback away from yeah. being very decent. And if you look around the the NFC South, the NFC South sucks. There is not a good team down there now this, that now that Tom Brady retired. Yeah, it's a great year to come in as a you know, it's fresh wide face. open. You go down there, Derek Carr on the Saints. I mean, for what it's worth, because nobody else is signed to other teams, the Saints would be my favorite to win that division yeah. right now, just based on that. Um, but yeah, I do find, kind of find it kind of funny that he the only team he met with was the Saints, and then he told the Raiders, rightfully so, I'm not going, I'm not trading, right. uh, accepting a trade because he had a no trade clause. And he got released. He gets to now pick wherever the fuck he wants. He gets to jump the line because he doesn't have to wait till the trade, uh, the the free agency in, in March. I think March fifteenth. Actually, my birthday is free agency. Um, he doesn't have to do that. He can sign with a team today. So kudos to him. I hope he signs with somebody soon. So it gives us something to talk about in our next episode, which will be in two weeks. Reminder, friendly reminder, two weeks. Taking a week off. We are. On in a, Black History Month? On a vacation, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fitting. We don't want to work in Black History Month, Tim, right? Is that a thing? <laughs> it's our respect for you, Tim, to get the month off. Yeah, but no, I mean, that, again, that's the first thing I told Tim. I'm like, hey, go do some fucking comedy shows. Here's some nights that are going to be open now. Your Wednesdays are free. A couple of them. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens with the Derek Carr situation. Gun to your head, where do you think he goes? Me, I think Saints, just based on the connection that he has now with the only team he met with. So my number one pick was the Colts. Um, okay. But I think they might just go ahead and draft a quarterback. Uh, but the Saints were on there as well. I also put down uh, the Jets and Carolina as sure. a potential options too. Because uh, the Jets, I mean, let's be honest, the Jets are also potentially one quarterback away from being really good too. My thing, I, I tell my my Jets fans, uh, my Jet fan friends, that Derek Carr would not last a month in New York right. with that media. The dude cried after a game this year. Imagine when the New York media is roasting him after a loss or something he does, you yeah. know. Um, it takes some thick skin to play in New York to be a quarterback of the Jets, and I think that's why they've sucked for the last sure. 25 years because they can't find a guy that's good for the job, uh, which but, is why I think it's ironic that they really want Aaron Rodgers in New York because do you really think he's going to last with that media? Like, Aaron Rodgers is a fucking nutcase. People hate him. He's he's currently doing that fucking darkness cleanse or whatever the fuck he's Dude, doing. Did you the see him on the, uh, the Pat McAfee show yesterday? No, I don't watch the Pat McAfee Where show, he being just, honest. You don't? Okay, well, it's fine. But he, I, I'm I watched, familiar with it. I, I just don't watch the it. The clip, he basically threw, like, uh, Rappaport and Scheffler all under the bus. He's like, I don't talk to any of those guys. Yet, every, I heard about that. every week, they have stories about me. He yeah, goes, he's like, they have all this news. And nobody in my inner circle talks to him. Nobody has my number. Nothing they have is actually coming from my mouth. Yeah. So it's just funny to me that they always have to talk about me. That's fair. Yeah, it's it, but I think he'd do well there. I think he'd be one of those. It'd be, it'd be really uh, TV-ready interviews, I believe. Yeah, I mean, he's already a good interview, and he plays in, in Wisconsin and Green yeah. Bay. You know, the, a very small market. I get it. The Packers are a huge team worldwide, globally, but that is a small market. Yeah. Um. So playing in New York puts him on another level. Uh, but I don't I, think he'll end up there. I, I really don't. I, I think, if anything, I think Aaron Rodgers will be with the Vegas Raiders next year. Gun to my head. If we're, if we're playing, we'll do this in a later episode because, you know, eventually there's going to be downtime in the offseason. We'll need sure. stuff to talk about. So before free agency, probably in February, um, 
Kyle and I will do an episode where we kind of break down where we think some of the top potential free agents are going to end up or, or any quarterback switching teams, things like that. We'll do that. We'll make it fun. Get everybody else involved. We'll do shit like that. Yeah. But I think Colts are uh, saints for sure. Yeah. I'm just, I'm again, I have no information or anything. I'm just going saints because that's the only team he met with. So I'm going with them. Uh, now we will switch sports a little bit. Let's get to the old NBA where the NBA had, um, one hell of a trade season. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, the trade deadline went fucking crazy. So last week when we did our show on Wednesday night, the only trade that had happened at the time was the Kyrie Irving trade to Dallas, which happened early. Um, and then after that, during our show, you had the trade of Russell Westbrook, D'Angelo Russell, and a few other guys, like a lot of guys switched teams uh, with the Jazz, the Lakers, and the uh, Timberwolves. And then right after the show that night, or the next day, Kevin, or actually it was the middle of the night. Kevin Durant gets traded to the Phoenix Suns. And so I woke up and like Twitter's that's, like, it Whoosh. went crazy. Everybody's like, KD's out. He's going to Phoenix. Um, so he's with the Phoenix Suns now, Kevin Durant. Instantly, um, they jumped to the number one favorite, I think, in the West. I think so, too. That team is fucking stacked. It's it's insane. With Chris Paul directing traffic with that Chris ball. Paul, Oof. Kevin Durant, DeAndre Ayton, and, and uh, Devin Booker. That is fucking good loaded. fucking luck. Loaded. Good However, luck. their bench got, got a little weaker. They lost Mikel Bridges, who is a really key component for them. Um, so it's curious to see wh- how they're going to work that out. But health wise, if they stay healthy, and that's it's... the other thing too, you have guys that, that are old and can't stay healthy. Devin Booker has been hurt a lot. Chris Paul is, seems to be a, an anchor. And I don't mean that in a good way. I mean, he weighs teams down in the playoffs. Chris Paul is known as a guy that does not win in the playoffs. He's not somebody I will bet on in the playoffs. No, uh, Devin Booker, same thing. He's been hurt most of this year. Kevin Durant's always hurt. He's getting older. So it's going to be interesting to keep an eye on that team, but they are going to be a fun one and a scary I, one to watch. I did like the Kyrie trade. I I really, for a while, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, how is this going to work with him and Luca? Because they're both ball-dominant players. You know, yeah. I don't know how it's going to work together. But the other night, watching them play together, uh, they're extremely um, – they're, they're really trying their hardest to get each other involved in and plays. I'm not comparing the two by any stretch. Don't take it that way. But Luca's better? Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a given. Luca can do more on the. I mean, it, it's like I'm not comparing them to these guys at all, but it's like the Jordan Lebron thing. You've got two amazing players, two of sure. the best players you can watch in Luca and Kyrie, and then you look at Luca and you're like, okay, this guy gets rebounds, he gets assists, he gets triple doubles, like he does it all. Um, so it is. It, it's fun to watch guys like that, and I do think Kyrie can bring to the table uh, a little bit of sense because he played with Lebron, who was a ball dominant kind of player. He was a guy who's going to put up a lot of shots and score a lot of points. So at least Kyrie is very familiar with that. Kevin Durant kind of had that experience when he was with Golden State. However, he was playing with the best of the best. I mean, Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, and at the time, Draymond Green, they all played at such a fucking high level. That team was unstoppable. Phoenix has great players, but I'm nowhere nowhere near comparing them all to um, the the Golden State Warriors at that time. So is it 1-2, you think, Suns-Dallas in the West, or is... Uh, no, else. I think it's, I mean, Denver is the best team in the West. They're one of the best teams in basketball. I think Jokic and that team right now, they're just fucking dominant. Uh, I think that could be some fun basketball to watch. Phoenix is definitely going to rise up the charts. I think their, their bench is a little weak. Uh, and that could be their bugaboo. Um, but their starting five when healthy is going to be one of the best in basketball. And that's, going to really dominate. Cause when you get to the playoffs, you shorten your bench. Anyway, you go to like a seven man, eight man rotation. You keep it really small, uh, pending foul trouble. So We'll see what happens with that. It's going to be a curious, interesting thing to see because same thing. There's only one basketball. There's one ball that can be touched at any time, pun intended. Hey, hey, uh, and <laughs> there's going to be a lot of guys that want that ball. Devin Booker shoots a lot. Kevin Durant shoots a lot. DeAndre Ayton touches the ball a lot. Chris Paul's the point guard. So there's a lot of a lot of people out there. And a, lot of, a lot of ball to go around. A lot of ball handling. 
and we will see how they make it work, but that's going to be a fun one. There were a lot of trades, though. I mean, as I said, Russell Westbrook ends up with the Jazz. We talked about that one on last week's episode. Uh, some I didn't even know happened. Like last night, I'm watching the Clippers game. Mason Plumlee enters for the first time. Yep. Didn't even know he got traded, if I'm being honest. There were so many fucking random trades. Uh, the Cavs were one of the few teams that did not make a trade, if I'm not mistaken. It was the Cavs and Bulls were the only two teams to not make a trade. Uh, but the Cavs did come away with a new player, and that is old a player, familiar new player. face. Yeah. Well, he's old in more ways than one. Like he's been here before. Been here before, and he's also like 40. Uh, Danny Green, not to be confused with the Irish gangster Danny Green from the 60s and 70s. This is Danny Green from North Carolina, who has been here before. Also different color. In Black History Month, Kyle. <laughs> In Black History Month. <laughs> but um, I'm excited for this. I am too. He brings something that we need. He is a sharpshooter. Uh, at his age, he he plays good defense. I mean, he was just on the the championship Lakers team from three years ago. The he's well rested. He's coming off that knee injury, but he's well rested. Yeah, he's very well rested. He hasn't played yeah. much. Uh, he he's part of the quote unquote uh, Mickey Mouse championship. Everyone calls it the Disney Ring the bubble championship. Um, yeah. But he was on that team, and he was a huge contributor for them. He hit a lot of really big shots. He played really good defense. I think a good veteran presence for this team is good. I, I'll, I'll never be upset about that. You saw how important Ricky Rubio was to this team last year, how important he is to the team this year. Uh, Kevin Love is filled into that veteran role last year and this year, too. Kevin Love's not touching the court, but he's still a really good teacher. I'm just waiting for Kevin Love to come player dressed coach, up basically. wearing the uh, coach, coach's outfit with the clipboard a, now. Yeah. Put on a little... Uh, three-quarter zip and call yourself an assistant and it's all good they're on some glasses fake or not fake so you look all professional and everything i'm all for it i love kevin love the longer he's in cleveland even if he's not playing the better but danny green is a really good uh addition to the team i'm actually very excited for him that's the one thing that jb's had um critics about is his uh rotation play yes i'm really curious how they're going to work him in how much they're going to play him where they're going to use him um you know, that's the one thing that we, as you just mentioned a couple minutes ago, is that you shorten your your rotation for playoffs. Well, the Cavs have been playing with a very short rotation for a while. It's working because the starters are doing great. But when the starters are not playing, our bench does not perform well. I think it's ranked lower top, like lower third of the of the league when it comes to bench scoring. Yeah, it's it's weird to me to watch other teams because I watch a team like Golden State, for instance. I hate having to keep talking about them, but. I'm watching yesterday, and there were guys that came off the bench. Steph Curry's, of course, injured. Yep. So they're they're playing with some guys you may have never heard of. And, I mean, it, it happened a couple weeks ago when the Cavs played the Warriors on that Friday night that we watched the game at the bar. Um, the Warriors played none of their starters. There was no Draymond. There was no Steph. There was no Clay, And they beat the fuck out of the Cavs. Yep. Their backups came in and dominated. And I'm watching teams like that. I'm like, how the fuck do these guys who I've never heard of, how are they draining these shots? And they're just shooting lights out. And it's a weird thing that, like, is it coaching? Is it talent? Is it a mixture of both? Like, how are they finding guys that are just sharpshooters, right. lights out, dominating? And that happened last night. I'm watching the Clippers game, and it's Clippers-Warriors. And all of a sudden, you know, the, the starters go out. The backups come in. I'm watching guys where miss. I don't know who they are. They and they're just miss. draining threes. And I'm like, we don't have that. We have a guy like Chetty who is either going to give you 30 points or he's going to give you, like, four. Uh <laughs> Very, very hot and cold. Yeah, very much so. And we need more consistency with our bench. And I think bringing in a guy like Danny Green can hopefully solidify that and make things a little bit easier because same thing. I love Ricky Rubio. I'm happy he's on the team. Nice veteran. Um, but Rubio at times can come in and, you know, he shoots a shitload of threes and doesn't hit him. His shots a little uncharacteristic. Uh, the best thing for him, I think Green would be maybe what, 11, 12 minutes a night, maybe 10 10 to 11 points a night or whatever. That's that's good. For yeah, him. because I also think, though, that our bench numbers went down because Dean Wade missed a lot of time. I think Dean Wade's a really big contributor off our bench. Um, recently, he's been in the starting rotation sometimes, but coming off the bench, Isaac Okoro 
has been huge. He's actually um, he's been playing well. He's been playing very well. And the number one thing for him that doesn't show up in the stat sheet that I'm okay with because it's going to make our numbers quote unquote look bad. But he has been playing phenomenal defense. Yeah, they showed a stat yeah. of some of the best players in basketball he's been guarding, and their stat lines are trash when they face Isaac Okoro. That dude is a defensive superstar in the making, and that was the reason he got drafted. I know when they took him years ago, I was kind of like, hmm, this guy is not exactly what we need right now, which he he wasn't at the time. He was a defensive player, not right. an offensive guy. And at the time, we're a young team that needs scoring. At the time, we had we had just lost LeBron. We had Colin Sexton going into year two or whatever, I think. So I'm like, these guys not really a great fit. And then they end up being pretty damn good. Um, offensively, he's getting better. And that's the number one thing you can look at is the guy's been in the league. Now, Isaac Okoro, I think this is his what fourth year, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, maybe third or fourth. Um, and he's getting better. The, his shots getting more consistent. His defense is getting better. So that's all you can ask for out of these young players. And that's, that's what happened with like Darius Garland. I remember we drafted him and it was the year after Colin Sexton. So I'm like, okay, now we're going to have a battle of point guards. What's going to happen? Colin Sexton didn't really develop what they wanted him to be. Colin Sexton turned into an offensive guy when they drafted him because he was known for defense. His right. defense took a step back. Uh, Darius Garland came in as an offensive player and has only gotten better. He's turned himself into an all-star. He has turned himself into, if they didn't get Donovan Mitchell, the face of this team. Um, so to see these guys develop, I think, is a huge thing for me in the Cavs. Uh, last year, especially when you you make all these trades, you have these young guys, you have Evan Mobley, you've got Jared Allen. Uh Injuries killed us, as everybody knows. But I think J.B. Bickerstaff develops these guys so fucking well. And adding a guy like Danny Green to that mix, I think, is going to be huge. I like it. I'm a fan. I'm excited to see where they work him in. I, he was the shoot around. I don't know if he's playing tonight or not. Uh, but he was I don't know. I'm not, yeah, today. I was going to say, I'm not really sure about what his health, what his health situation but is. So big, big game tonight, though. Huge. huge. So they're actually getting ready to... They tipped off an hour ago. Uh, I think we were getting our asses kicked last time I checked, oh, actually. Uh, at one point, I think we were down like 30 to 10. Yeah, we're down by... Yeah, we're 19. down by 19. Yep. Yeah. 52 to 33 in halfway through the second quarter. Cavs are getting their asses handed to them by the Sixers, which isn't good because we're, of course, battling for third, seeding. Third spot right now. In the East. And the Sixers are right in front of us. And this game will not help that, to put it mildly. So. Any surprise moves or any guys you you were surprised didn't get moved with the deadline? I'm surprised we did not make any moves. I'll be honest. I, I know that I we talked about trusting um, Kobe Altman. If he didn't make a move, he did make a move. We're trusting the process. I really am surprised they didn't try to move Kevin Love at all um, just to get something back in return, whether it be a, a veteran contract that we could dump off the books or something. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I'm just surprised the Cavs didn't make anything, any, any moves. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of am too, but at the same time, it almost looks like there's... You don't want to fuck with things. The Cavs are good. We're not great. I, I've said it before on here. I don't want to, I hate to say it because I love Cleveland teams. I want them to always be great, but I don't think this Cavs team is ready to contend for a championship yet. I think they can in the future, but right now I just think they're a little too young. They need to mature a little bit and, and take that next step. All of them, uh, Donovan Mitchell included. You've got guys, even Darius Garland last year, uh, 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 the star of the team. He was a, an all-star uh, turning into one of the better players in the NBA Kind of took a step back a little bit this year. His numbers have been pretty inconsistent. As we joked about earlier with the gambling, you have a guy, albeit we won, the Spurs made the game relatively close at the end there. So in that situation, you would hope a guy like Darius Garland can hit some shots. He hit zero threes. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the end-all be-all, but when you're trying to be a superstar in this league, you you can't go over from shooting. Like right. You just can't do it. It's not a good thing. Um, what about you? Anybody you're surprised didn't get traded? Uh, Karis Levert, traded? I would say for the Cavaliers. Karis Levert, to me, seemed like a dead man walking he had he had been struggling quite 
mightily going into the trade deadline. So it kind of felt like perfect timing. Like here's a guy who shows he can play well, shows he can suck on any given night. Um, he's got last year of his contract. The only thing I can think of though with him is that maybe they're behind closed doors. They're speaking to his agent or whoever and saying like, we want him to be back. Uh, the Cavs are way in over their heads financially. So there's not much they can do free agent wise. They don't have a lot of draft capitals or, or trade capital. So there's not a lot they can do move wise. Um, the best thing they can do for the most part is keep their own. And maybe Karis LeVert is in their future. I'm not positive, but that would be my guess is that maybe they're going to try to bring him back next year on a couple year deal. Uh, Cause you're allowed to go over the cap as long as you're keeping your own players. So my guess is they're looking to just keep the status quo. And that's why they didn't want to change things up too much and fuck with the contracts and fuck with the salary cap and things like that. Uh, same thing with Kevin Love. I don't think Kevin Love would return to the Cavaliers next year, but I also feel like they don't want to do him a disservice of trading him to like the Pistons, and then he just gets bought out and has to go find a new Is team. Is he retiring after this year? Depends on him. I feel like it's like a it's like the LeBron situation when LeBron broke the scoring record last week. They asked him, they're like, "How long can you keep going?" And he's like, "It depends on how long I'm mentally in it." He's like, "My body, I could play forever." I take care of it. You know, he's like, I take care of myself, whatever. He's like, but uh, once I'm not there mentally uh, anymore, he's like, I, I'll probably call it. So it's kind of the same thing with Kevin Love. I think Kevin Love could still play at a high level if he wanted to. It's more so is he mentally going to care? Right. He's now married. He he loves New York and fashion and things like that. Maybe he has other his his eyes set on other things. He's filthy rich. Yep. It's not like he's he needs to keep playing for financial reasons. Right. I think he's more than set. Um, got himself a championship. I think personally, I think Kevin Love is a Hall of Famer, no questions asked. Um, so I, he's done everything you can do. He's won a gold medal. Uh, if he wants to hang it up, more power to him. I, I, I'd almost hope that he'd come back to the Cavaliers in some sort of front office fashion. It's, I would be okay with that. It's always funny looking at his, it's like a Tom Brady thing where you look at his rookie picture of what he yeah. looked like and what he looks like now. All that weight that he lost. Oh, and he's, he's a different person, honestly. It's amazing looking at what he did And that's why now. his career has been so long and productive yeah. because he was able to take care of himself. And he seems like the kind of guy, because he's such an advocate for mental health, I could see him coming back to any team, whether it be, you know, because he loves New York. Maybe he goes and works for the Knicks or the Nets or because he's from the the North upper Northwest, uh, the PAC Northwest, whatever the fuck it's called, Pacific Northwest. Maybe he goes to the... The, the 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 trailblazers or even stays in Cleveland, but I could see him being some sort of like player development guy where he works with these young players and helps them like mentally prepare for the NBA and to be locked in and to right. like go, you know, to yeah, deal with things. I can see him doing that. I mean, he's, that would, I think that would be a really good role for him. He I came think. out, what, three or four years ago, just struggling with his mental health yeah. and how serious he created he the then. Kevin Love Foundation uh, Foundation and he uh, is a huge advocate for mental health. So that's something that I could see him doing in his retirement, his post NBA years, yeah. still working with players, still being a part of the game, but being able to do it from his own terms and, and help play people. And awesome. I think that'd be awesome for him. So, you know, we're all just, we're speculating, purely guessing. You never know what's really going to happen Reckless with him. Speculation. I was surprised. Uh, John wall went back to the Rockets. Oh, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, he went back. Um, yeah, that's a guy that, you know, it's unfortunate. His career just never turned into what everybody thought it could be. Um, and then, you know, D'Angelo Russell goes back to the Lakers now. He gets to play with LeBron. I think that's a good fit. Uh, him with AD, LeBron, I think it's a better fit than Russell Westbrook, if I'm being honest. And, you know, kudos to Russell Westbrook. He's a guy who gets shit on a lot. And I don't I don't think it's fair. I think the guy has been, from what I understand, a great teammate. He does everything he's asked. He was coming off the bench for the Lakers. Russ Westbrook was an MVP. He was a triple-double machine. The guy can score. He can pass. He can get rebounds. He can do everything on the court. And they were like, Come off the bench. He was like, okay, never heard a peep. 
just a good teammate. I don't think the Lakers were a good fit. I did not like the trade when they did it a couple of years ago. So seeing him get dealt is not surprising. It's just a shame that it didn't work out. It was kind of cool to think that LeBron and, and Westbrook would be playing together and Anthony Davis, and they just never were able to do anything with it. They're old, old man, big three. Pretty much. Yeah, they are the eldest of the big three by a long ways. He's one of my favorite players, so I definitely wanted him to to do well there. But Yeah, didn't. it's one of those situations where it sucks to see it not work out, but I don't know, they gave it a shot. When he played for the uh, Thunder, I just thought he was just a stat hog. Like he was just doing it on purpose at the time. I mean, I've always said this, and I'll 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 die on this hill, and I think most people would actually agree with me though, is when they traded James Harden to Houston when they when they had KD, Westbrook, and Harden back then in Oklahoma City. I I said right away, I'm like, they traded the wrong guy. They should have traded Russell Westbrook. I think Russell Westbrook was the guy holding them back from being a championship contender. Um, as you said. Bit of a stat pattern. Really fun to watch. Sure. But honestly, I, I, I've I've gone to games where Russ Westbrook was playing and I've watched plenty on TV. And I always thought, like, if this guy was on my team, I'd be fucking furious at some yeah. of the shit he does. He chucks up some of the ugliest threes. Um, you see guys like Steven Adams used to do it all the time. He'd box a guy out and just stand like this and let Westbrook grab the rebound yeah. or stats. And for me, I'm kind of like, get the fucking ball. Don't worry about Westbrook stats. Right. Secure the ball. Let's win games. It's about winning. It's not about Russell Westbrook. But just the times he's down there getting rebounds, like, what are you down there for? You should yeah. be getting back on defense it's, right now. It's because they are on offense. Sorry. It's just because he wanted to get those stats. Oklahoma yeah. City was not good once they lost KD and once they lost James Harden. So for Westbrook, it's it was a and it's not his fault. It, you know, you can only do you can only yeah. work with the talent you have. So for him, it was a situation of like, fuck it, I'm going to get an MVP. I'm going to break triple double records. I'm going to do shit like that because I can. Uh, at the end of the day, we're not a good enough team to win championships, so I'll do whatever I can for myself. And it worked out. I mean, Russell Westbrook's a great player. Um, again, like Tim said, though, sad it didn't work out. Would have been sure. cool to see that turn into some championships with with LeBron. Um, and I don't think he's going to get any in Utah. Call me crazy. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, so the NBA d- trade deadline has come and gone, and I thought it was pretty active. Way way more active than I thought it was going to be. But again, well, they waited to the end. But I mean, oh they, my god, they, everything they happened it. like. The trade deadline was 3 p.m., and I think everything came in at 2.59. Yeah. Um, and then Danny Green gets bought out and immediately signs with the Cavs. So that's the cool thing about the NBA is the Cavs didn't have to give up shit. They just signed him. Just a contract. Means he wanted to come here. Yes. And I think he's going to be a really good veteran fit, so I'm really excited for that. And we'll see how that works out. Uh, speaking, sticking to the NBA, I should say, and sticking with Utah, let's Ooh. travel to Utah for All-Star Weekend. Saturday night, you have, I think Friday, do they still do the Rising Stars game or whatever the fuck it's called? Yes, they do. Rising the... Stars and Celebrity Game. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about the Celebrity Game. Yeah, so I'm sure that celebrity shit's all game's always fun Friday. to watch, though. I like watching that. It's some yeah, it's a good time because you see guys where you're like, who the fuck is this? Or you see somebody where you're like, damn, I didn't know they could shoot. Like, yeah. somebody can hoop. and like Some, some like, music artist comes out there yeah. and, like, does or some, some cool like, crossover B-list and dunks. Actor. Yeah. Uh, excuse there me, there's a burp. I didn't have any of those last week, surprisingly. Is this, when is the All-Stars? The next weekend? This weekend. Oh, this weekend. Okay. Yep. So Friday night is the celebrity game in the rising stars. And then Saturday is all-star Saturday night. And then the, uh, uh, the actual all-star game is Sunday night, which are you guys actually going to watch it? I'm not, I will watch it to start. I'll watch. I want to see, I want to see the draft. Yes, I do too. That is it. And then once the game actually tips off, I am changing the channel. I, might I will tune be watching, in, uh, the last of us. I might tune in to the end of it just to kind of see, cause it gets, I'll, I'll check it, gets com- it gets competitive in the last five or six minutes of the game. Basically anyways. quarters one through three are guys just doing whatever the fuck they want. And then sometimes in quarter four teams are like, all right, let's play defense. Let's yeah. try to win this game. Right. That's the only time I'll tune in yeah, the draft. Maybe the end and that's it. But other than that, no, I have no interest in Sunday. Yeah. Saturday I've, I've lost where, interest in all-star games. They're just not fun. Saturday is where the, uh, the fun's at. 
even with Major League Baseball, like the MLB All-Star game used to mean something. I loved it. Now that it doesn't, I don't really give a fuck. I just watched the home run derby. That's all I did. I watched the home run derby and maybe I'll turn on the game if it's like, okay, Jose Ramirez is up the bat. Like, let me watch him. Or, you know, Shane Bieber is going to pitch this inning. I'll check that out. Then as sure. soon as it's over, done. Yep. So whoever wins the All-Star game doesn't get home field advantage anymore? No, yeah. they stopped doing that like five years ago. Yeah. Did it's you, so shitty. of All-Star, not to get on a tangent, did you watch any of the Pro Squirrel! Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> did you watch any of the Pro Bowl stuff? Uh, yeah, I did. I watched the, uh, the, the games and shit that they did. That was okay. all really fun. Uh, I thought that the, the the craziest catch competition between Stefan Diggs and uh, I forgot who the other one did, who did the zip line over uh, Fremont Street. Did, I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't see it. No. So it was uh, J.C. Horn, I think, the corner from the Panthers. He zip lined. Mr. On Fremont I'm injured Street. this year and came through. Yeah, he was healthy enough to zip line. Uh, as he was zip lining, they threw him a ball and he caught it on the zip line. It was pretty fucking cool. Oh, the zip and line then, that goes down Fremont yeah, Street. Okay, down Fremont cool, Street. Yeah. And then Stefan Diggs was laying in a pool on a pool float, talking on the phone and like holding a drink. And he like set everything down and he caught like three balls with his hands. And then he caught a ball between his legs while laying on a pool ah. float. And he was like, vote for me for like coolest catch, whatever. I'm wondering, did it take them a hundred takes or was that a one take deal? I would love to know. But either way, whatever <laughs> they showed on TV, it was really cool. That's awesome. It was really impressive. If you get a chance, I, I recommend YouTube and those. They we'll were go back really and cool. watch it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was fun. That shit was fun. They did the watching Joel Batonio do an egg toss, watching Joel Batonio catch like six punts because they'd have you. I don't know if you saw that. No. So they did. They had the jugs machine doing punts. I didn't pay attention to any of the Pro Bowl shit. So yeah. this was on like Thursday. Or okay, this yeah, wasn't on yeah. Sunday. I didn't watch any of that shit. Uh, the flag football game. I had no interest in that. Um, but they did it where the jugs machine went off and you catch one. Then the next guy comes and you catch one. If you catch it, you get to go again. If you don't catch it, you're out. If you catch it, though. You bring your ball with you, and you have to now catch a second ball, <laughs> and then you have to catch a third. I have to go back and watch. I think Joe Batonio got to like four balls almost until he finally dropped one. But that to see boy. an offensive lineman do that was fucking awesome. It was really cool. That's and honestly, catching balls. That's he, one of the things that's, that's, why that's from Cleveland. That's that's <laughs> harder to do than you think it would be. No question, especially for a, an offensive lineman. Like you think, you how th often do you think he fucks around with a jugs machine and catching puns? Like, like hardly he, ever. You I'm think sure. just sitting back and catching a football would be easy, but then like you see all these professional athletes drop the ball all the time. You know, all remember, the time. And you sit there and you think about it. Well, yeah, it's a big football, not a big football, but a football flying in the air. You don't know where it's going to go. You stand underneath it and you have to somehow bring it in and catch it. It's yeah, coming they're doing at a high it, speed. You know, for the first time on national TV, getting shown like the, the, the to the world, guys, yeah. like offensive linemen who you have no idea who most of them are. And they misread, and half the time people misread it. Yeah. So you're, you're either running backwards or you're trying to run out quickly and then you fall of your own feet. Yeah. Yeah. It was really fun. Like, if you get a it. chance, check that out. That shit was cool. That was all on Thursday night. I didn't watch the game. I turned on for like a couple minutes just to kill some time. Uh, I saw Miles Garrett dislocated his toe. We didn't even talk about that last week. Um, yeah, he limped off the field. Limped off the field because uh, that's the other thing too. They and did Marquette's like up by the way by one by one. I need them up by six. Uh, that would be helpful. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. It was okay. Uh, nothing will compare though. I mean, obviously the home run derby is is next level. Um, and then for me, All Star Saturday night is where yes. it's at. Uh, it used to be way more fun. The dunk contest has been really watered down over the years because there's just not much else you can do. I need some big names in this dunk contest. I don't need these unknown scrubs. The, the problem with it is though, is you had you had guys like Birdman Anderson who dunked a hundred times and, and took an hour. They had to change the rules. They're doing all this dumb shit. It's it's now becoming almost like embarrassing to where guys are like, I'm not doing that because I'm not embarrassing myself in front of everybody. But then they also the thing that comes down to is like, what original idea do you have? And that's now? it. There's nothing else to, left to do. Everything has been done that's physically possible. Like the dunks you'll watch this Saturday night, dollars to donuts, I'm willing to bet. You're not going to see anything that's going to blow you away. You're going to see some dunks and 
and the crowd's going to react. The 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 announcers and the the, the voters are going to act they'll like cut the lights to make it dramatic. Oh and they're going to hold up like tens and be like, "Oh my god, it's over!" They're going to be all crazy. All these old men who haven't dunked the ball in like twenty five years. It's throwing not going to be that good. Here's here's an idea that I think they should do, and I just I, I love this. So, in in spirit of there's this dunk's been done before. There's just some giant spin wheel. You spin it, and you pick a historic dunk. And in any dunk that pops up that's been done, you have to do that. And you get like graded it. off of that. I like it, but do it to an extent because not everybody has the same athleticism. Sure. So yeah, like Michael Jordan's half court, like or half line. Yeah, the, the line free dunk, throw yeah. line dunk is probably not going to happen. Yeah. The Vince Carter where he put his fucking forearm sure. through it, that one probably could. Guys nowadays can jump out of the gym. Yes. Um, but something like that to Jason add little- Richardson's like through the leg shit. Probably these guys could do it. I would think or at least make them try. If you can't do it, it's like, it's a, almost do it like horse. Yeah. You spin the wheel, you get a dunk. You have to try to do it. If you don't get it, you get, get a letter a yeah. for dunk. Absolutely. Yeah. I Just like make that. It more interesting guys. Let's fuck Adam silver. Call me. <laughs> I got some fucking ideas make for you, it interesting. Dude. I mean, just just in the spirit of that, these dunks have all been done before. Just throw it up there and be like, "Hey, we're gonna go back to 1997 for this dunk. You have to pull like, it off and show like a, a small video clip of it being done, and then they have to go do it." Spoiler alert: Unfortunately, we have plans this Saturday. Kyle and I, we are going to be over our friend's house. He's yes. having a big get together in North Ridgeville, uh, so we cannot attend Lucy's for Dave's going away party. However, if I was there. I would be trying to watch this all-star Saturday night stuff, but at my friend's house, when the dunk contest comes on, I'm not going to care if I'm being honest. Yeah, probably not. But I'll uh, watch the highlights, though. I'll watch everything else. And for shits and giggles, uh, I do have an announcement, kind of. We waited till late in the show. Kyle's punishment has been decided. Uh, I'm not telling you guys what it is. I'm not telling you guys when it's going to happen. Maybe episode 101 in two weeks. You're going to have to tune in to find out. That would be on March 1st. So... Maybe, maybe not. You're going to have to find out. Um, but his punishment has been decided. Tonight, however, we are going to all three of us be making picks for All-Star Saturday night. But uh, there it is. Because it's not a great event or anything that exciting. Like, sure. I'm not going to put a punishment on it. Um, however, actually, you know what? I will. And you hey. know what? I'm inspired by a podcast I listened to, and today they did some stuff as a joke. That's actually something that I had thought about before as a punishment, but I never addressed it. Uh, so they kind of took my idea without actually stealing it because they had no idea that it, that was a thought in my head. I don't so, believe you. Just kidding. I mean, they probably did. They nowadays I, I don't wear a tinfoil hat like Conspiracy Carl, so maybe they did get my thoughts. Um, but I one one of the things I thought of for a punishment was going to be the loser has to sing everything they say on our show. But then I thought two hours of one of us singing would probably be very painful to our listeners' ears, so I respect them too much. Or it could so, be just watching Timbuktu. That's not a punishment. That's a great enjoyment. That's that how is, dare you talk bad about your I'm show? I'm talking like about that, singing. The singing. Oh, the I thought you meant in Black History Month. I thought honestly, in Black Tim, History Month. I thought what you said was they have to watch Timbuktu Day as a punishment. That's like why they're I was sitting like, what in the, the corner fuck? with their eyes like wide open, like, like this orange uh, clockwork, clockwork orange. orange. Yeah, <laughs> they're like you cannot look away. Open. Yeah, you must watch Tim. But I mean, yeah, like I, I thought about that. Like you have to sing for an entire episode of something, which would be fucking funny. But I will, I'll, 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 I'll take a lesser version of that. So the punishment for this, these picks will be, you have to sing ad reads. Oh, I like that. You like that idea? All like right. That. And that goes for all three of us. Tim is of course included. Tim will then, he'll get the sheet for ads and he has to take it away. Kyle and I can chime in with our ads or whoever, whoever the, lo- the, the loser is. Everyone else will chime in with an ad or two, but the, or the winners, I'm sorry. The loser will have to sing a majority of the advertisements. And the loser will have to sing the entire show schedule. How's that? That's the icing on the cake. You sing a couple ads, but you also have to sing the entire 
show schedule. There, you guys heard it here. That's the punishment. Nothing crazy, but it's just something for fun. So without further ado, let's get to our picks. That changes my uh Now you got to really think now. about it now, huh? <laughs> so All-Star Saturday night starts off with the skills challenge. You have Team Antetokounmpo, which is Giannis, Giannis, and Alex, all Antetokounmpo's. Um, the skills competition, of course, it's relay, passing, shooting. That's how it is. Everybody knows it. You run through the little things. You got to pass the ball into the bass or to the net. Um, then there's Team Jazz: Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton, Walker Kessler. Then there's Team Rookies, which is kind of intriguing. You have Paulo Banchero, Jabari Smith, and Jaden Ivy. Out of those three, as the previous winners of the playoff picks, Tim and I get to go first. Oh, I'll rub that. Um, in. I will say you're allowed to pick the same thing because there's only three choices. So I'm not going to make somebody like get stuck with a shitty pick. Uh, so pick whoever you guys want. We'll go in multiple orders. So people aren't just doubling down to make sure we have a tie. I think the three point competition is where we get difference in, in picks. Uh, for me though, I will go first just to start us off for the skills challenge. I am going to take team jazz. That's a good pick. I thought about taking team jazz as well. Cause I feel like they, would do that for the excitement, like to bring more. It's in Utah. It's in Everyone's going to be excited. And yeah. looking at that team, Clarkson and Colin Sexton are, are really good basketball players. They can both pass. They can both shoot the ball really well. The rookie team, my worry is the lights are going to be a little bright. They're going to be in front of a huge audience their first time there. And then the Antetokounmpo's, they, those, half those guys suck. It's Giannis is the only one worth a fuck. So I have to go with the, the team I think is the best, and I'm going with the Jazz. Well, because you want team Jazz, um, I am also no, I'm just playing. I'm not gonna pick them. Um, I'm actually gonna go with the Antetokounmpo. Antico- uh, whatever. Wow, the Greek the Greeks. Freaks. <laughs> the Greeks. I'm calling them the Greeks. <laughs> I'm going with the Greeks uh, because I love Greece. So, all right. Call Greece, team, the Greece, the country, Crisco. or Greece, just food. Team Crisco. Just greasy food. <laughs> wow, that's uh. So I looked at those lineups of who's playing on. At, I like the rookie team. That's it's. Quite, I do too. I was really intrigued quite by that. Intriguing. But for me, I know the end of it is like you have to hit a shot, and if it ends in a tie, they, there's like a half court shot involved. Yeah. And I was like, who's the best shooter shooting group on here? Give me Sexton and Clarkson to hit some yeah. clutch shots team over the rookies. Yeah. I, I think I think with that, that, that I think was my thought that process. Team, I think it's Team Jazz for me as well. All right, Kyle is going to pick the Jazz in Utah, where team, they do not allow Jazz. Team Jizz. I wonder if Dave Dave's moving there this weekend. He might shit. He might maybe he's at the All Star game on Sunday night if he can. Well, I don't know how he's getting there. His car broke down. I don't know if he's flying anymore. I don't know what his plan is, but maybe he's there in time for the game. That'd be kind of cool. Um, next up, the three point competition that is between Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics, Kevin Huter of the Sacramento Kings, Tyler Hero of the Miami Heat, Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Heald of the Indiana Pacers, Damian Lillard and Fernie Simmons of the Portland Trailblazers, and hometown local hero, Lori Markinen in the three-point competition. Uh, I'll let any of you guys, whoever wants to go first. Uh, actually, I'll let Tim go because Kyle was a loser of the playoffs. I'm going to rub that in again. So, Tim, you get to go first, my friend. I'm going to go Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, I, don't, I'm not, I don't think he's the best shooter uh, out, of, out of the group, but I just think. If uh, he gets hot. Yeah, I think if he gets hot, he's going to do pretty good. Um, second pick will probably be Tyler. Okay, that's fair. I am going to go with uh, the ex-Cav, Lori Markadin. Okay, Kyle is going with Lori. I am going to go, give me Dame Lillard. I think Dame Lillard's going to shoot the fucking lights out in that Dame place. Lillard. Dame time, or Dame time. He, uh, he averages like six threes a game at this point in, in the NBA, so I'm just going to go with him. I feel like it's a safe bet. Now we get to the fun one with the slam dunk where 
I have no fucking idea who to pick here. This is straight up just a guess, honestly. Um, you guys know where we stand with the three-point competition, as we just talked about. So it is between Jericho Sims of the New York Knicks, who you might be saying at home, and we will double down. Who? We say that on this show, yeah. too. In Black History Month? Yes, in Black yes, History Month. Especially Black History Month. And then in White History Month, you have Mac McClung. He's white as fuck. Who? So he, exactly. He is from technically the Philadelphia 76ers, but he's also he's actually part of the Delaware Blue Horns or whatever the fuck they're called in the G League. Um, I think it's the Blue Coats. Sounds good to me. Oh, that makes sense. Blue Coats, but the Philadelphia. Good call. Um, Trey Murphy of the New Orleans Pelicans and KJ Martin of the Houston Rockets. Again, no fucking idea. The judges for the slam dunk contest are Jamal Crawford, Lisa Leslie, Carl Malone, Harold Miner, and Dominique Wilkins. Jamal Crawford, of course, everyone knows him for his great dunks in the NBA. The fuck they did. The guy, <laughs> the guy shot threes and he's a dunk competition judge. Are they running out of people to pick? Um, Michael Jordan was busy. I mean, he did show up last year in Cleveland. I'll give him that. Last year's fucking uh, All-Star weekend was phenomenal. That had some of the best, um, the, the the people that showed up because it was the, what, 75-year anniversary yeah, or something yep. like that. Incredible crowd. So this Utah one's not even going to touch it. Um, but Kyle, this is where you get to make your, your first pick. I can go first? All right. So I really wanted to go with the way big underdog, the white boy. But I'm going to go with Jericho Sims. Okay. As the uh, the one to pull it off here. Tim? I'm going KJ Martin. KJ? I am going to go only because I love the show It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. This guy is on the Philadelphia 76ers, and he happens to be named Mac. I'm going with Mac McClung just for shits and giggles because I'm just i putting that together because I like It's Always Sunny. Do I think he's going to win? Not a snowball's chance in hell. And even though he is as white as a snowball, I am still going to take him. And white men can't jump. I know that going into What's this. What's the whitest dunk he can pull off, you think? This is a little, little I handed. think if he dunks while with glass, he puts glasses on, bifocals for, you know, obviously you want to honor Ben Franklin, you play for the Sixers. Maybe he pulls out a <laughs> notebook, he starts doing his taxes, and then he dunks while he's doing his taxes. I think that would be the whitest dunk you can do. I like it. While eating uh, something with mayonnaise on it. Yeah. I think that would be very fitting. I, do I just don't know. He's only got two hands. I'm do, trying to I think do, outside I the do box. I don't know what all he can do, but I don't think it's going to be good at all. And I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm picking him just because of it's always sunny in Philadelphia. He'll pull so it off. It. He's going to pull a surprise off. He's going to pull some behind the back over the legs, flip dunk, and it's going to surprise everybody. I hope so. I hope they do something really cool. I hope that when I get home, everyone's going crazy about shit. And I'm like, fuck, I wish I would have watched it. Yeah. I'll record it. If anything good happens, I'll, I'll go home and check it out, but I will not be watching it live. I will. I can assure you that. Um, you guys know what time it is now. It's the end of the show. It is officially time for Just the Tip. And we're going to start off, of course, with our friend Tim Buck Tuesday in Black History Month. In yes, Black History <laughs> Month. So, you know, uh, I've been doing Black History Month posts every day this month. You have. They've been yeah. very informative, by the way. Really? You've been watching them. Oh, all. I've seen every one. Absolutely. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. I try to like them all, too. I think you know, I'm giving you love. Thank you. Thank I do you. do what I can. I definitely uh, I enjoy doing them. Um, and I've been getting a lot of feedback. like just. Not a lot on the post, but just from people talking, it's like, oh, man, I love the post. Hell yeah. They're amazing. Um, so I'm going to bring a black person because it's Black History Month. <laughs> That's fitting. <laughs> I like this theme. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's actually a local artist. Her name is Anua Mani. Um, she has an EP on uh, Apple Music. It is called uh, All Adam, No Eve. Uh, I'm sorry, All Eve, No Adam. I'm sorry, other way around. Um, <laughs> it's an EP. Um, it's five tracks, but it's a nice, it's a nice little, it's a nice groove. I really what's like her, it. Uh, what's her name again? Anu Amani. Anu Amani. Yes. Awesome. Um, but 
not only am I bringing her EP into it, uh, I actually want to talk about her being on Ten Buck Tuesday this week, uh, and that's really the tip. I, I want you guys to watch Ten Buck Tuesday this week. Um, it's going to be great. I'm going to be doing song association. If you're not familiar with that, uh, essentially you uh, give a word and the person has 10 seconds to sing a song or bring up lyrics from using the word that I like you know, that. That's a good in. idea. Um, it's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty fun. Um, I think there's going to be a lot to talk about because uh, her EP is really good. I really like it. Um, and not because she's just cute, but Honestly, because it's good music. <laughs> hey, you, both things can be true. They are. Yes. Both things are true. <laughs> both things sure. can exist. Yes. Um, but it's a, it's really cool. She's a really cool person. Um, and you guys will really get to see her personality here on Timbo Tuesday. Hell yeah. Check that out. At, at first, when you said an artist and you showed that picture, I thought you meant like she paints. And I was like, God damn, is that good? Like, yeah. no shit. <laughs> <laughs> she might have painted that. I can't. I don't, I don't know if she did or not. That uh, looks but, good. If she did, kudos. That's even better. Like extra talent. Yeah. Um. She, she's a pretty good artist, though. I, I really enjoyed her. Hell yeah. Definitely check that out. Tuesday night, 6 to 8. Check out Timbuk Tuesday, Redline Radio. He always has good guests, and they're always just talking. That's the best part about it. I love it. And now, Kyle. So, you know, this this show is all about golf, right? We love golf. <laughs> Actually, well, spoiler alert. We can, we'll, we'll, we'll give the news. Uh, episode 101 in two yes. weeks. We are having Kyle's friend, Jared, uh, will be on to talk golf. <laughs> He is the commissioner of Kyle's Golf League. That Your wife's league, too. That's the only reason he's allowed on, because my wife and father-in-law are a part of it. <laughs> Otherwise, not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, we are having Jared on uh, in two weeks. He will be here to talk about that and to hang out and talk sports. Potentially here to witness the punishment as well. Potentially. Maybe. Potentially. We'll see. Um, but so, big golf fan as I am. Today, the 15th dropped on Netflix a uh, documentary. Uh, well, docu-series, I guess you could call it. Uh, but... Netflix was granted access behind the scenes to follow the PGA all of last year. And they did a, I think it's eight or 10. I have, I just started watching one episode today, but it's really good. And I wanted to get it on here because I think as golf fans, everyone's going to love this. So they follow a lot of the major players. So like Justin Thomas, um, uh, Roy McRoy, uh, Tiger Woods is on there a little bit. He doesn't really do much talking, but he's on there. Uh, Jordan Spieth. A lot of these players, they'll follow them around through the four majors of last year. And the real big reason why this is worth watching now is because we all know what, well, I mean, most of us know, uh, the Live Tour took off last year, right? A lot of the PGAX players moved to the Live Tour, got paid a lot of money from Saudi Arabia and started their Dirty own, oil money. Dirty oil money. Uh, so that's talked about a lot in there. Um, so this is uh, this is amazing. I, I, I love what I've seen so far. I can't wait to get watch watch more of it tomorrow. Um, or Friday because I have bowling tomorrow. But give it a watch if you love golf, if you love documentary type stuff, a lot of behind the scenes stuff. With golf, you don't get to see a lot of behind the scenes stuff. A lot of people talking shit to each other, getting into fights, arguments, kind of just getting, you know, what goes into getting ready for a PGA uh, championship. It, it's insane. So if you get a chance, watch it. The episodes are an hour long. Um, but if you're a fan of golf, you will be a fan of this. And what did Brett say? He said, Kyle, Kyle Price. Oh, there we go. I was going to say, Kyle Price beat me Sunday in golf. He brought three shots three or four times for the whole group. This guy is a stud. Love you, bud. <laughs> Thanks, Brett. Uh, we just met. Brett just joined the MGA this week. We had our first outing um, um, at X Golf on Sunday before the Super Bowl. That's why I was not very sober for the Super Bowl. That'll happen. Um, but we did a lot of drinks. They had green tea shot specials. So Ooh, those, classic. those were flowing pretty as they should pretty evenly throughout the day. I was so. more intrigued to the betting. I thought you said you bet him stuff. I was I like, oh, tell me more. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I usually only bet you and I lose to you. So it's OK. Um, um, but it was a good time. 
Good. That's awesome. Uh, I'll be sure to never watch that. I was uh, say you'll never watch it, but no, I'm sure maybe Tara likes it. I to know. show you guys how much respect I have for just the tip, you know how many times I bit my tongue there? I wanted to talk shit when you were saying, when you were like, uh, I think there's 10 or 8 episodes. It's going to be like, hopefully 8. Like, I was ready I was ready to just have like a snarky comment to yeah. everything you said, but I bit my tongue because I'm nice. I appreciate that. I really, yeah. I, I held it all in. I'll wait till after. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, so my tip for this week is uh, my favorite comedian, as you guys know, Louis C.K., he did a special in January. He filmed at Madison Square Garden. He told everybody he wanted to just go back one more time because he was he was arguably the top comedian in the world, one of, and then his scandal shit came out and he kind of got canceled. He's trying to make a comeback. And he said basically that he did not appreciate playing Madison Square Garden as many times as he did. He's He, he did a bunch of podcasts and said basically like, I would literally just take the the subway because he lives in New York. He's like, I would just take the subway, get off, go in there, do a show and then go home. He's like, that's it. He's like, I really want to just enjoy this one. So he's like, I'm doing one more. And he did like the big circle stage to where everyone could see him and everything. Uh, it was it was a cool setup. Uh, if I'm being honest, though, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll be blunt. Not my favorite special of his. Um, How long was it? He performed overall. The special was like two and a half hours. But his his set alone, because it shows his openers, his set was um, like an hour 20, give or take. Wasn't yeah. too long. Pretty standard. Uh, it had funny moments. I'm not saying it wasn't funny, but it just wasn't his best. Um, this was a special you could only get on lewisck.com. It was $25. You only get it for, I don't know if you can still buy it. You could take a look. I'm not sure. Um, but it, it was only for a few weeks. It was a short run. And then he recorded all of the other, the same material to perform at a different stage, recorded it, and it will be put on the website. He does everything on his own, lewisck.com. Uh, I think in April he said it would be on, but I'm impatient. I wanted to see this material. I wanted to see this special, so I bought it. Uh, wasn't bad, but if it's still available, check it out. If it's not, then check it out in April. I'm sure I'll use it as a tip again that time because I'll buy it again because I love Louis. Um, so check it out. Louis C.K., my favorite comedian. Is he uh, going to come back and do like a show again or something like that? I, I mean, thought I was your favorite comedian. Oh, you're my favorite. In Black History Month? <laughs> you're my favorite comedian that I know. How's that? Is that fair? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Um, but has there been talks of him come back and do like a show, like a TV show? Yeah, I mean, because I mean, I um, love the Louis C.K. show; it was great. Highly unlikely because I don't think any networks will touch him after the scandal. I shit. mean, even after that, I mean, it's been years now. I mean, he's if anything, because he he makes a lot of money on his website, so he'll put like his specials up there for like ten bucks, and he's like, just buy it. You can watch it as many times as you want, ten bucks, and he makes a killing doing that. So I'm sure if he shows those numbers to people, like networks and shit, they might be like. Yeah, we'll take a chance. Like, I'm surprised with like, how many streaming like, services there yeah, are like out a there. Paramount or a Netflix or you know, HBO Max, whatever's taking a chance and put like a a raunchy type show yeah. and played into. He also might just not have character. any interest in it now. I mean, he's like in his 50s. He already did it. He won Emmys for Louis, which I think is a phenomenal show. Truthfully, not just because I love Louis, I think it was just a really good show. Um, he had Lucky Louie on HBO way back in the day that only lasted yeah. one season. Um. But I think he's kind of done everything that he wants to do. He did that Horace and Pete show that can be seen on uh, Hulu if you've never seen that. No, with him and it. Steve Buscemi, that's more of a drama. Uh, they play brothers that own a bar. It's called Horace and Pete. Check that one out on Hulu if you get a chance. Um, really good show. Really good drama. To watch Only did one season, but it was good. Uh, so check it out. I just I love Louis C.K. Everything he does. So check awesome. it out. And uh, that's gonna do it. On behalf of everybody here at Talking About Balls, I hear your mom's going out with Squeak. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you uh, in two weeks. See you. Two weeks.